If you hunt enough, you learn the truth. What you seek speaks a language and knows it well. That's why every Primo's call for everything you hunt is made the right way. We sweat every detail so you get more out of every hunt and nothing leaves our hand until we know it'll work in yours. Because we don't just make the world's best calls, we speak the language. Primo's. If you hunt enough, you learn the truth. What you seek speaks a language and knows it well. That's why every Primo's call for everything you hunt is made the right way. We sweat every detail so you get more out of every hunt and nothing leaves our hand until we know it'll work in yours. Because we don't just make the world's best calls, we speak the language. Primo's. Hello, everybody. I am Dale Luganville. This is the Full Scale Outdoors Podcast. It is July here in Minnesota, and so we are in the summer fishing patterns pretty much across the state. Spawning should all be wrapped up even in the, by bass, I'm talking, even in the northern lakes. Uh, I was up there a couple weekends ago, and it was full-on spawn, so I fully expect them to be done. Uh, Bluegills, I'm sure, are still spawning in certain spots, but now's the time where... Walleyes are going to start moving out deep. The smallmouth are probably going to start moving out deep into a lot of these different bodies of water. And sometimes largemouth, depending on the lake, they'll move out deep as well. But uh, don't forget about the slop. There always is some bass in shallow, in the thick, nasty stuff. But, yeah, we are uh, summertime, hot, humid, raining, thunderstorms. I love it. Everything's lush and green. And, of course... My mind wanders to hunting because why wouldn't it? It's only a couple months away. Can you believe that? It's only like two months away. Let's see, we're in July. Uh, yeah, geez, September 1st. Bear opens and um, early goose and dove. A couple more weeks after that, you got archery opener here in Minnesota. And holy smokes, and it's wide open. There we are again. So that's why. You're like, dude, really? Like that's I'm, my, my mind is always like a couple seasons ahead, it seems. Like I'll just get into early goose hunting, snow goose, or uh, Canada goose, see, there, my brain's going there already, and we'll still be just the beginning part of the fall waterfall season, and my mind will just skip right to spring snows. It's, it's, I'm, I'm always, like, a season ahead. It's, it's crazy. But uh, anyways, if you're the same, if you're a waterfaller and you're just trudging through this summer just waiting and you're counting the days already, well, you're in luck. On today's episode, have... um couple guys that have already been on the podcast before both very popular uh for the show i had a lot of downloads so i expect this one to be is equally good because i have them both on so i have joe heinz and nick a johnson on together and we uh talk about some crazy shit because they're sharing some stories and after spending a night partying with them um Going off the stories they shared on the podcast, I wonder what stories they're not sharing <laughs> for legal and or personal purposes. But uh, no, both uh, great dudes, man. I mean, they really are. They're great dudes. We had a, a good time um, partying and drinking beer. And we recorded at the Bobbing Bobber uh, Brewery there in Hutchinson, Minnesota. It wasn't technically a flight companion, um, but we, you know, we kind of did sample some different beers. Um, 
might have to go back out there and do an actual flight companion. Uh, I did talk to the owner there, and uh, yeah, we might have to set something up. Get the when the brewmaster is available to sit down and kind of do what we did with um, there at, at Bigwood. But this wasn't a flight companion. This was a regular old podcast, but it was a good one, crazy one. So if you're looking to get your waterfowl itch, this is the one for you. Before we dive into it, this is a good time. So. If you're going to download this episode, you're going to listen to it, and you listen to it in its entirety, do me a big favor, give it a like, subscribe, share it, all that good stuff. I got some freeloaders out there. I'm getting good downloads now. I'm getting really good feedback, and I appreciate all the the positive feedback that we're getting throughout the show. Uh, It's really awesome, man. You guys actually are fantastic, those of you that have taken the time to to uh, send me a, a message and, and leave me a good thing but go on there leave a review leave a five-star rating and then share it with all your other anybody else you think might be interested in uh, a nice good sporting outdoors podcast so without any further ado let's do it this is the full scale outdoors podcast with joe heinz and nick a johnson Oh, here we go, boys. Go. Ooh, I love that sound. This is a good one. Bobber Brewing Company in the great city of Hutchinson, Minnesota. Yes, sir. It's a perfect name for a uh, podcast location for the full-scale outdoors. That's what I'm saying. Although none of you boys fish. Nope. Nope. As I'm I'm here with Joe Heinz and Nick J. Nick J. Johnson. Again. This is kind of a... Thank you guys for saving me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick broke down on the way here. Uh, We'll meet at 4 o'clock. Nick says, I'll be there at 4.20. Of course Nick J will be there at 4.20. Everywhere he goes, he arrives at 4.20. He leaves at 4.20. He's halfway there at 4.20, and then he arrives at 4.20. It's weird. Then my Uh, car broke down. His car broke down. And then he he forgot his phone. Yeah. Yeah, God, it's just a mess. (laughs) Always. But we're here now. Those are tasters, not shock glasses there, Joe. Just... I'm already a full beard deep. <laughs> I know, you're yeah, pretty you close, are. three quarters. Yeah, that's not, this isn't an official flight companion, but kind of is. I had something called the Fishy Fishy. Here, Fishy Fishy. Hefeweizen infused with apricot. My wife would like this. It's very beer. fruity. Very easy to drink. I got some beer with, like, a coffee in it. Good for a hot-ass day like today. Five o'clock shadow. outside. And then the uh, raspberry. That's probably pretty good. Beekeeper. I saw that raspberry. That's another kind of got the, food, food uh, drink but when it's hot i don't fish. want something hot. i don't want yeah pilsner that'll work i don't want heavy beer when it's hot me neither that's why i went with pilsner 
You always get a pilsner. It's Everywhere a we call. go. Pilsner or a lager. Well, <laughs> on the way here from rescuing, you said you're not an IPA person, so we no, kind of bailed no. on the whole I get flight one, companion. I get one diarrhea <laughs> per IPA I drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'm pretty sure everybody else does, too. Yeah. Everybody's pretending that they don't. Mm. Right. Can't Colin. say that I do. What? Can I mm. get the IPA diarrhea number <laughs> yeah. 12, yeah. please? <laughs> There's levels to it? For real. Three, three IPAs the next day. <laughs> Three diarrheas. Done, dude. Wow. Well, may, it's a colon cleanse. I guess. Yeah, and I'm not Look interested. Look on the bright side. You know, you're a healthy eating individual. You're in the gym all the time. I see in your snap stories. <sighs> yeah, true, true. You're all swole. Your snap stories? You got Snapchat, Nick? What is it? Oh, add me. It's N Johnson 2367. Oh, oh yeah. God. I'm uh, Mr. Hines, M-R-H-I-N-T-Z. Add me. Best snaps in the world, dudes. They are actually pretty entertaining. You're <laughs> kind yeah. of a clown on there. Right. Like you it. see how good we did mushroom season? Yeah, I actually kind of hate you for it a little bit. God, dude, that one know, woods. That's kind of my there. arena, and you like right. em- literally embarrassed me every day. I'm like, God oh damn it. And there'd be the day I was going to take off and not do it, and then all of a sudden you'd pop up on the snap, and you'd be like, ooh, and there's one, and there's one. And I'm like, well, now i got to leave the house. Dude, we'd walk up bullshit. the trees and find like 80 of them under each tree. It was just dude, nuts. you had a crazy season. We went to the same year. woods three times in a row, and we probably pulled like 80-plus pounds That had to be private property, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. I don't fuck around with anything else. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but there's just no way because anywhere, especially anywhere near the cities, like they just oh yeah, get it'll get picked. Hiss pounded. Yep. You can exactly. you can just see the the matted path. Yeah, of course. And then around a ring every around tree. the tree. Yep, yep. That people just but I still go in there and you'll still find ones that they miss. I mean, right. people are pretty lazy and and everything. The half-ass mushroom hunting, like the half-ass fishing or half-ass hunting or whatever, you know, the masses they're just not good at it. Right. Yeah. You no, know, they're not. They, I mean, you go in there and. Take your time, and you always check the trees, even if it looks like it got raped, because they always miss some. Seems like they always miss some. Right. I don't know. Actually, uh, on the way here, Phil Schmidt called me. No shit. Nick J. That's actually how uh, me and Nick met was through our buddy Nick J, or uh, through our buddy Phil Schmidt. He owned uh, Goosebusters Guide Service, and me and Nick actually hunted together. That was like 15 years ago, dude. Right. Long time ago. On an ice hunt. Yeah, on an ice hunt. Phil called my buddy, and my buddy called me and was like, hey, let's go hunting with Goosebusters. I was like, okay. So we went out there, and Nick was his guide. So me and him, like, met each other before, like, we actually yeah, we made crushed. this friendship. We crushed a limit, started calling everybody we knew in Hush. Yeah, and then the storm hit, and we didn't see another bird. Did, yeah, Where, Joe got so out there, we didn't the, kill another set, bird. Set the stage, it was an ice hunt, so like Frozen Lake or something? or Frozen Little Pasture Pond. Frozen, frozen pasture, pasture Pond, pond. with pond. traffic rolling over it. Yeah. So we had, like, four or five clients that morning, yep. and uh, we just – crushed them instantly I, a limit and then got on the cell phones like we're not picking this up call everybody you know and, that's awesome. yeah. and we were hunting a field me and a buddy were hunting a field to the south of it and every 30 pack that would hit those trees would suck straight down and then like 10 of them would come back out of the trees like what is going on and i remember <laughs> driving i remember driving by it and i was like oh i'm sure this spread's gonna look stupid and it was gorgeous there's bigfoots all over the road all over the little gravel road <laughs> tons and of like, sleeper shells tons on the of ice. sleepers on the ice nice. and their hide was just insane i was like who is this? <laughs> and then I got up to the truck. It said Goosebutts. I was like, oh, it's that Phil guy. My buddies Joel and Austin, we did an ice hunt this year um, on Centerville. And uh, <laughs> we shot some On geese. Centerville Lake? On Centerville Lake. We're hunting on the ice yeah. on Centerville? That's Where's, not. That's where's that at? It's in the cities. I've hunted oh, Centerville yeah, before. Yeah, it's just really? north for migrators. of the cities. Yeah. It's right really close to where I hunt, do most of my migrator hunting in that pond. Really? Yeah, yeah. it was, cr- it was crazy. So we set out a pretty good uh, spread, lots of sleepers. Both Joel and Austin get hard-ons for sleeper shells. Fuck, I love sleepers. And then, That'd be uh, cool. 
And then I'm of doing course, that this year. And the ice was definitely thick. It was a good three, four inches ice. I mean, it was you know it was actually kind of early ice, you will. I was surprised to see that much ice out there. We weren't even sure if we were going to be able to get to the spot that we wanted to get to, but we were able to walk straight to it. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I mean, that would be sick. Austin also had some. Uh, tip-ups in his truck so we drilled smalls <laughs> and we had tip-ups on the edge of the spread we ended up killing some and we would have killed more more were coming we set up on the wrong side of the point that they, they <clears> birds i mean the wind was fine where we're at but they wanted to be on the other side for some reason so they kind of right. came in they saw decoys but wanted to be over here and then they got kind of all mixed up and we you know pulled up killed what we could and then there was more coming but then the ice fishermen started coming out we're like oh, all yeah. right and did then you catch any so, fish i think we did get a couple flags i don't remember if we actually caught a well, northern be, or not. That'd be cool. We might That'd be cool to have both of them, like, pile of geese know, as everybody's holding up fish. We did, like, I, yeah, I think sweet. we did a snap story somewhere, like, and we're hunting. And, and we're fishing. fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good. No, that's literally a cast and blast. Well, actually, it's not because you're not casting. But no, you're well, yeah, I, I work for, like Joe was saying, I worked for Phil Schmidt for, like, six years. From the time I was 16 to about 22, I was guiding with Goosebusters. Yep. And then when I kind of left out of there, um, Joe took my place for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then um, Phil eventually sold Goosebusters to Trevor Ludke. Yeah. And then Trevor Ludke and Joe teamed up and yep. made it something called Legends Outfitters. Yep. So now Joe and Trevor's hunts are called Legends Outfitters. And mm-hmm. it's kind of the and backstory of, like, how all this, all these Minnesota goose hunters kind of came together. Yeah. How and then happened. later on, Joe and I met each other at some calling contests. And didn't Phil say, like, I think Nick might be a better goose caller yeah. than you are? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I, I don't remember us meeting at that calling contest, but I, I had a field north of town and Phil couldn't go. So, and I had like four clients. So, I was, and he's like, Well, call Nick because I think Nick wants to hunt. I'm like, Okay, I'll call this Nick Johnson guy. So, I called Nick, and, and even Phil goes, I think he's a better goose caller than you are. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> so, uh, we had a, we, Nick ends up meeting me that morning. I think we killed like a couple. That dad was trying to fit like this seven year old kid in the blind with him, and the doors went shut, and they could oh see God. it. It was horrible. But then Nick's like, Yeah, I met you at the Mankato calling contest. You took third, and I took fourth. I called Phil right away, like, He's not a better goose caller. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah have you beat him since? no no i've never beat joe in a goose calling contest oh, see, there no. you go uh-uh. no nick's the duck guy yeah i do the duck calling contest nick's the duck calling champ i'm the goose calling do you champ. do you joe do you duck call i mean yeah i duck call. A competition i've won two? i've won two mans i've never won like a single man meet or anything two man contest you just it's pretty much like how well you guys can play together yeah, and don't sound step like on each real, other okay real ducks yeah. like right. real ducks like main street calling which is what i'm kind of my specialty like world yeah. championship style that's like race cars you know you're taking you're taking a tool and using it to the extreme. Yeah, you're taking a call and pushing it to a So limit, you're doing basically. these, like, screaming loud hail calls, and they don't sound like ducks at all. No. Mm. And uh, when you get down to, like, two mans, like what Joe's really good at, that's all real live sounding calls. Like, okay. you don't do any screaming hail calls. Yep. You don't do any rolling feed calls. Like, a rolling feed call is when you just go super machine gun fast. Just like that. So you keep everything real with that. So Joe and I met through doing some calling contests, and then... Uh, over the next like four or five years, we became huge traveling buddies, yep. guiding buddies, yep. and uh, you just somebody like me, somebody like Joe. You need somebody you can call and say, "Hey, do you want to go to Kansas in 48 minutes from now?" And yeah. they say, "Yes." I'm and stopping. I'm always like, "Yes, I'm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there." I'm yeah. punching out a work. Season's now. done in Minnesota. Yeah. Let's get down there. And when me and Nick, we actually did do that. We packed your truck full of like 
Yeah, we did. 50, you call me one time, like, dude, tomorrow let's go to Kansas. This part in Kansas, I heard is loaded. Or you were coming back from a contest, and, and you're like, dude, the rivers, thousands of them down there, and they're going to every field. Let's get out there. I was like, okay. So we packed your truck full, like, I don't know, like, fifty-six decoys. Just, yeah, just, yeah. So we didn't FFD have to pay lessers. for tra- yeah, like we didn't have yeah. to pay for trailer gas. Yeah, it was ah. just the bed of a truck. And then us, and we went down there, and people were like, oh, you're, you're not going to get on any land down there. And I was like, yeah, right, dude. First place, we found probably like 600 geese in this little field. Went up to the guy's door, and he's like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> 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 okay, cool. And we smoked them out there. We laid yeah, it out. Dude. Yeah, yeah it was we awesome. awesome. Like, just a little trip. And then we got some barbecue in Kansas City. Yeah, we should. I Googled Ooh. best, best <laughs> was barbecue. Was it at a gas station? No, no, no. no. I Googled best Real barbecue restaurant. restaurant. <laughs> best barbecue restaurant in Kansas City. We, I was like, all right, well start google maps right this is like 2011 or some shit and we walk up in there and it's like black jacket type Ooh. affair a barbecue i'm like what we the look hell? like phil robinson with duck <laughs> yeah, like we literally <laughs> had face, face masks on, on. Yeah, we face came paint. from the hunt blood everywhere camo on we like, just sat at the bar like well, what's up that. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. awesome some gay bartender and we gave him all our like three geese too was he gay yeah i don't remember that but i oh dude i do remember we left the geese at on his car didn't we Yes. He yeah. actually wanted them? And we yeah. showed him how to clean oh, them, crazy. Yeah. like how to bring yeah. them home. Like, what do yeah. you, I remember Nick doing that is. as I'm writing out my, like, I, Joe Hines gift. This gay oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this gay dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wrote Nick's number on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, by the way. For, yeah, a, right, for a real yeah. goose call. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, me and Nick, me, we, dude, we got a lot of luck doing dude, that guys shit, goose the gay man. Guy. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we could word that better, but yeah, I mean, that's a good way to do it. No, uh, and then there's another time we were like, hey, dude, Illinois got a bunch of geese, and my buddy Turkey Man, our buddy Turkey Man is from Pekin, Illinois, and he called his buddy, and he's like, yeah, there's a lot of geese down here, but I mean, you can't really go off that, because he's like, yeah, I yeah, see some geese. Exactly. So we're like, screw it, dude, let's go down there. So we did it again, and people were like, oh, good luck getting any land around Pekin, it's all locked up. We found a field with like a thousand geese in it, right next to it, just a tiny little, like, 10 acre field i mean that's not tiny it's big enough right You're right and i'm like well i'll just go ask that guy go up and ask okay you know from minnesota doing here yeah go ahead <laughs> like, sweet here we go we went out there and smoked him out there too that's awesome. for several days that was when you got your band just that year banned horseshoe up your ass yeah dude I've been you got a band in illinois with me that year yep. you got a band in nebraska with me that yep. year yeah, we hunted right across uh, the street from a bar called the Marine Corps. Or not the Marine Corps. Or, I can't is, remember is it the, the Marine name. Corps? I think it's called the Marine Like, literally, we hunted it again this year. It's like from here. It's like 200, 300 yards away. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go out there, and him and Turkey are laying in the field, and geese are, like, landing on the other end. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out there, kick them out, go out there, kick them out. I come running back because more geese are coming off the refuge, you know. I lay down. First, like, ten or, like, six-pack comes in. Two, Nick's on the right. Turkey's on the left. Two of them land on Nick's side. One lands behind Turkey's left shoulder, and two are right in front of me. And I'm like, kill him. da 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 I kill my two. Yeah, Nick kills his two. I kill those two. Turkey's like, I just got this one out back. I'm like, Nick, you kill your two? Yeah, I'm like, see that one kicking right there? That one's bandit that I just shot. Nick's like, no way. I was like, yeah, <laughs> but it was bandit. It was bandit from Wisconsin, too. I was like, fuck yeah. And, like, three awesome. weeks before that, we're in Nebraska, and we have, a like, a single, and he's doing it, doing it, doing it. Last second. Nah. Yeah. I'm on the far left. He's, yeah. Joe's on the far left. He's like, I'm going to try him, guys. Yeah. Don't even do it, Joe. Bow. Wings it, because it was, like, a 60-yard yeah. shot. Yeah. It goes down. I'm like, great. Now he's going to be running in the field. Well, yep. I'm fast. Very fast. <laughs> you know, fucking, I'm kind of like, Pretty God damn it. Uh-huh. All right, there's more birds coming. Get it quick. Comes back. Leg band. Yeah. <laughs> what the? No. Yeah. All is forgiven if it's banded, no matter exactly. what. And it, was, it was just crazy that year, like, how many bands you got that there was no draw. 
Yeah, no, like, no. It's like I, I, I killed. That, I killed. That's that. the yeah. best way. That that is, just and on social way. media, people will say that too. Like, how come you're always holding the bands? Well, because of situations like that, dude. Yeah. There was one time we were in Nebraska, me and my buddy Alec, and uh, God, there's somebody else. And Turkey Man was with. You weren't with. You weren't with when we were in Nebraska. Oh, no, Hunt no, with no, Dooley. No. Yep. And my buddy Dooley, he's got this field like next to his house, and he lives in this little cul-de-sac next to this refuge. He's like, dude, you can shoot him in the field right in my backyard. Like, like he lives in the country kind of. And these geese were starting to roll over his house. And we were like five away from a limit. And he's like, if one flies over, dude, shoot it. I was like, all right. So we're sitting there cleaning birds, and all of a sudden, Caw. I was like, oh, that sounds really close. I run out there, me and Alec did. And uh, I pull up, bash this thing through the trees. Single goose, just pass shooting it. Folds crushes my buddy's trailer <laughs> lands in the bed of Dooley's truck jumps out of Dooley's truck oh, and stands there and Dooley goes it's fucking banded <laughs> and, like, and I'm like no it's not I look over at Alec and Alec looked like he was about to vomit because he's like dude I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you but you're the luckiest guy I've ever met in my <laughs> fucking life and I've dude I've got so many stories like that there's just crazy me and Nick went to New York when was that January March March in oh, March, Tupac comes. I can't even tell you how When you guys did that, I'm like, what? There's a season? Because snow goose hunting yeah. is just like. And the goose hunting was sweet. Halfway through the awesome. snow goose hunting I'm, season. I'm Canada yeah. hunting through March for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No you shit. Guys. But Nick, we had, a, we had a bunch of, we ended up meeting up with a, a guide service. And he's like, yeah, dude, I'd love it if you guys came and helped. We're like, we don't, you don't got to pay us. We just want to come here and hunt. We're only here for like three, four days, right? So then we have like 14 guys in these A-frames on this tree line. Two geese land on the left foot, and it's, like, way away from the clients. Nick's like, well, I'm just going to shoot these. Cling, cling, walks out. There's, like, leg band, dude. I was <laughs> yeah. like, no way. Got a New York leg band. It's always cool when you get leg bands, but it's a lot cooler when you get them in other states. You yeah. Know yeah. How many, I was going to yeah. ask, how, what, what's the most states that you've hunted, different states you've hunted in a, in a season? Nine. Eight or nine. And I, I typically do like seven to nine per year, really? and a and a that province. Seems like a lot. Yeah. And a, oh, you go to Canada this yeah. year. I was running wild, dude. Right away in September, I skipped our opener here in Minnesota because it usually sucks. And I went to Tennessee with my buddy Nathan, and uh, we killed neck collars. We only killed oh I think God. eight geese the whole time, but two of the ones that I shot were neck collars. So I was like, sweet, you know. And I let the guys we flip coins for them. Like another guy was like, I think I shot it too. I'm like, all right, let's flip a coin for it, and I won, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, sweet, and. Um, Oh, God, I got that story so crazy. I should tell it some other time. Come along. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So anyway, right. So, anyway, I got two neck. So, Tennessee. And then where did I go? I, uh, did I hunt Nebraska this year? I don't think I hunted Nebraska. I went to North Tennessee, North Dakota. Oklahoma. Oklahoma yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah. New York. New York, Illinois. North or South North Dakota. We did a migrator mm-hmm. yeah. deal in North Dakota. That was awesome. Yeah. Big we got a band on that trip, too. Yeah, we did. And uh, Big Al invited me, who owns Big Al Decoys. Ohio. Which, by the way, are the best silhouettes in the game. <laughs> um, and, yeah, in Ohio, we live it out every day, too. That was so awesome, dude. That Big Al guy is probably one of the coolest dudes that I know. He's just such a, like, genuine good dude. Like, hey, man, this is my house. Looks like a giant log cabin in Aspen. You're, like, <laughs> you're, like, going by all these nice houses. Like, he's... I wonder if Big Al's not going to take me to, like, a trailer house. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It looks, it's a huge log cabin. And he's just super nice, and his wife and his kids were so freaking cool. And, and we hunted d- with his kid, Nate, and, yeah, in we hunted uh, with New York. His, yeah, we hunted with his kid, Nate, in New York. That's how we got the plug-in in New York. And, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just such a freaking epic season. It was so fun. And, I mean, Fergus Falls was on fire this year. And, uh, well, we're shaping up for a good one this fall, I think. I think so, too. I've really been seeing a lot Yeah, the goose babies. hatch is nuts, dude. It's ducks, too. Yeah, yep, du- ducks there's too. a lot of baby yep. ducks, too, yeah. And, well, it's kind of like <coughs> I saw some flooded out uh, nests when I was fishing early because the water levels yeah, were so yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, got so high. And uh, 
you could see like there's water like in the nest. You know, like ooh, that well that, yeah, that, that those then, ones aren't hatched. I'm like maybe we won't have that good of a hatch, but turns out it's dynamite. But it's, they'll re I know with ducks at least they'll they'll clutch. They'll reclutch. That's a good beer. I don't know what that is, but it kinda tastes like a it little says number seven, right? Yeah. Seven seven oh, they write it on there? Here, oh, fishy, fishy. Oh, that's a, that's the apricot one. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Shit. So Hefeweizen is uh, it's like a wheat beer. So kind of like you ain't got a, no beers. Get up. Kind of like a uh, blue moon. Oof. But it's definitely that's good. apricotty. Yeah, that's good. I drank my two beers already. Right. My car just broke down. <laughs> you have nowhere to be. You should go get some more beers. Dude, I right, packed right. an overnight bag just in case. Yeah. I always well, do. Well, I definitely. Like, I was like, oh, well, I have. Yeah. There's no way. I was. We're gonna come out here and meet. At a brewery, I'm not right. driving back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only having a couple that's beers, like, but you never know. That's so what I was you guys. I'm like, all right, right, what's, right. The, what's the plan? Do I need to get a room? Mm-hmm. Me and okay, Nick, I got, you a got cool, floor I got a cool space band because story. I got a, you know, I'm not I driving. got a cool band story. This happened with Joe, and I shot my full limit, three birds. Of all, leg bands. All leg bands, and, and one was on a gray leg hybrid. Yeah, weird farm views, like half Canada, half farm views. Yes, this was like 2012. And it was banded? Yeah. Yes. And uh, so I was just sleeping because I work second shift. And right. Joe knew I work second shift. All of a sudden, like, it was just, like, right around sunrise or something. Or Joe We've been limiting me. out every day in this field. We call it the field of limits because we've just been smoking them out there every day. And we only got, like, two – we got, like, three days left of the season. And on the third day before I called Nick, uh, we limited out, got two leg bands, and I killed one of those weird farm geese uh, that came in. And I was like, speckle belly. And I pulled up and shot it when I went out there. I was like, yeah, my first spec, this was like six years ago. And right. I, I look at him like, that's not a speck. That's a weird farm goose. So then I called Nick, like, hey, it's the last day, me, you. Well, somebody had to leave. Kenny. Kenny Peterson had to leave. Yeah. And so I'm sleeping. My phone rings. And Joe's like, hey, can you come out and join us? We got an open blind. I, was, I, will be, I live 90 minutes away from Joe. So I was like, I'll be there in 70 minutes. Yep. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I pull up. And I walk out there. And Joe... It, it, wait, was, wait. it was past the morning flight. First flock, I killed a band. So that I was like, morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I got a band, you know, whatever. Before I'm a, I was there. I'm a freeze baby. So when Nick got there, I kind of got every, settled in. Like, hey, this is the deal. You know, they're flying to this field that's got manure on it, and they're coming back. I'm cold. My feet are cold. I'm going to the truck. So I went and sat in the truck. And it was just me and Eric Hankey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were sitting out there just kicking snow because all the birds were out feeding. Yep. And we're just – and, you know, I would showed up kind of mid-morning. And uh, so – we're just kicking, kicking snow around, telling stories, talking shit. And he goes, you know what I could go, really go for right now? Four-pack of honkers in our face. All banded. <laughs> All banded. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm not shitting you. Like, 60 seconds later, bloop, I hear a honk. I'm like, oh, shit, four-pack coming at us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm sitting then, in the truck. <laughs> so we get down, and they just buckle up and do it perfect. Three of them do. One of them's hanging back. There's two of them doing it perfect on my side. One perfect on Eric's, and then the one, you know, kind of flaring out. So I come up, bang, bang, I kill my two, and he kills the one right out front, and he puts a pellet or two into the second one, but it gets back into the refuge. Mm-hmm. And so I go out there, and I pick my first bird up, fucking banded. I don't say a word. I was like, oh, wait. Did we just get a fo- – did no Eric Hankey just ask Jesus yeah. Christ himself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The band got answered. <laughs> I go, and I said, nah, I couldn't be. I picked up my second one. Oh it God. was fucking banded. 
And then I hear Eric go, I got a band! And I was like, no way, dude. So we just got three bands out of this flock. I have no idea this is happening, by the way. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> Joe's in the truck warming his toes up. That's what you get yeah. for being so, a pussy. Dude, exactly. And so was that fourth bird banded? I'd like to think so. Of course probably, of course. Probably. Double banded more. So then, I mean, Two Jack Minor, man. Me and, me and Eric are, I mean, we're hugging. We're jumping up and down, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. like there's, high-fiving. There's until tongue like, involved. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, then, all of a sudden, look, here another honk. And this is like a V'd up flock of like 20 birds. They're coming back from the feed field. They're going straight back over the refuge, to the refuge. And I go, ah, whatever. You know, we're just kneeling by our blinds because they obviously are not going to do it. But there was a goose leading the flock. Its name was Coke Face because it was a <laughs> – Yeah, yeah. We called it Coke Face because it was a gray leg hybrid. Ah. And he had a pure white face. Yeah, yeah. Looked like oh, he just okay. buried his face in some blow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I go, oh, shit. Charlie Sheen. They were like 50 yards away, maybe 55, beat up coming over the top. And I go, fuck, there's Coke Face. Like, I got to try crack at him. So I put, oh, like, I a five, I put like a four or five-foot lead on him. Bang. Miss Coke Face. But he was – there was two more gray legs following him directly behind. I killed both of those in one shot. So I'm like, ah, oh, I missed Coke face, but I killed two other hybrids in one shot. That's pretty cool. So I right. walked, and they were both dead as shit. I was like, well, that was, that was awesome. Right, right. <laughs> and I uh, walked out there, picked up the first one, like, cool, got a gray leg. And then also I'm kind of thinking, I just killed two geese in one shot, which is over my limit. Because right, I had yeah. already just killed. That's what I was thinking. I was like, dude, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just told the story. And then um, – and then I picked up the second one, and it was a banded gray leg hybrid. I'm like, yeah. I just got three But then gray bands. leg hybrids don't count they towards your limit. They, they count. do not they count. Shouldn't. I didn't know that at the time, but I told this story before, and somebody goes, did yeah. you know that hybrids are farm bird hybrids, yeah. Yeah, not yeah. game bird hybrids? They want you to get those out of the breeding flock. There's no limit on them. It's yep. like a farmer going out and killing his own farm goose. I was right, like, right. Yeah. Oh, it was an accident anyways, so, but at the same time, we quit yeah, hunting. No, I, don't, I mean, yeah, I guess there might be some gray area here. We'd have to get an actual conservation officer, but I'm pretty sure that's correct. Like a farm, you right. know, it would still count towards your limit if it was like a honker snow goose or honker yeah, speck yeah, hybrid. Yeah. Those are two wild, those are two the game, game species. species. Game species yeah. As soon yeah. as that domestic so, blood gets in there, right. it's no longer a game species. Right. So on that, I get out of the truck. <laughs> and Hanky's walking towards me, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? We need four geese. I didn't even hear him shoot. I just see Nick walk out in the field and pick up a goose, and I was like, oh. We go walking back, Hanky goes, we limited out, and every one of them's banded. And I was like, shut the fuck up. But, like, me and Hanky are buddies. We're not, like, really good friends. And I'm like, for some reason, he wouldn't lie to me like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he was, like, a really, really, really good yeah. friend of mine, like, ah, quit fucking around. He's like, swear to God, dude, go get the trucks. We limited out all four of them banned. I start walking out and get to Nick. Nick's on the phone just pacing like crazy. I'm like. Telling the story. He's exactly. I'm like, oh, my God, it happened. And I get, I get up to it. And I'm like, one, two, three, four. And everyone's got a band on their leg. And I, I run over to my bird. It's just rigor mortis out froze. Mine's still banded. I'm like. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? But no, so those farm hey, geese could have kept hunting. So those I think we could have, yeah, but no. I, I didn't know that at the time. Right. So those farm geese, dude, Aaron Luke, my buddy Aaron Luke, you know Aaron Luke, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. His wife had these farm geese out at their house because he lives out in the country, right? And she was like, I don't know, she was nineteen or twenty. Her name's Nikki Luke now, and uh, so she took these farm geese because they needed to get rid of them. So they brought them to the sanctuary, and she just threw them over the fence. <laughs> so those two farm geese Jesus are the Christ. parents yeah. to the goose you shot and that I shot. And then also... And the, they breed it with Canada's. The re- and they do... And banned them with Canada's. Yeah, and we banded and, them on Canada. That was the year I banded them. Oh, that's what I was going to ask yeah. if it was like a... Um, 
before now now so I know the, the answer already, but I was gonna ask if it was a private just a farm band or something. No, 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 no it's a federal band. Federal so, band. so but when they do the banding, yeah, like it was did it that year, two thousand I was 12 or 13. Something like that, yeah. And yeah, I, I they're all little gray fluff balls. I helped the DNR band them that year at our sanctuary. And, yeah, you just hoard them up. I mean, you could see the big Canadas in there, right? And we, we got, like, one of them farm geese, and we just threw it out. But all the babies were in there, and they're just little gray birds with big feet, yeah. you know, that you can put a band on. So that's all we did. So then when I seen you got that one, and I looked at the numbers because I knew what the numbers were, I was like, oh, dude, I, I promise you this is going to show up as a big Canada goose. And Nick was like, well, I guess we'll find out. And it yeah, showed up big yeah, Canada when goose. I, reported it it said species yeah. large and we actually goose. accidentally banded like five to six blue geese that year because when you get them in the pen like i said yeah. they're just little fuzzballs you can't tell the color so <laughs> they're still in our hutchinson sanctuary there's still blue geese they got big old honker bands That's hanging crazy. on their legs they, i mean they just live i mean they're yeah they stay here. Blues, but they just yeah. stay here we have like 30 of them at one time and um they never ever leave the sanctuary and one time me and my buddy uh, jordan were out hunting and he, so, he goes, dude, yesterday when I was driving around, I seen those geese leave the sanctuary, the blues and stuff. I was like, no way. Five minutes later, here, like, like how many like, are there? How come they're not just like killed? I, mean, I don't, they, I don't, they, they, they don't leave, but they left this day. Oh, and it was okay. me and Jordan and Aaron Luke. And we were hunting right next to his grandma's. And all, and all of a sudden, Aaron's like, hey, there are those snow geese. And they're like going <laughs> over his grandma's, like kind of cornering us. And we were calling, calling. Dude, these things got like from here to the roof, like maybe... 15 yards it, up yeah, on us and we're laying down they're coming over our back and i'm like oh my god dude i know there's a few bands in here and they're on the adult blues we're like Call them. pull up and like <laughs> he hunts i hunt you know what i mean yeah. aaron hunts like we're big hunters we let nine shells go not a single oh, fucking goose no. shot. Not one of them. They flew right back into town, and we never seen them again. That was never. One shot yeah, yeah. That was well. five years ago, and we never seen them again. Jesus. Trying to get this guy's attention, so I can get some beers in here, please. But Dude, yeah. I drank mine. I've been out for. a I'm while. I'm gonna get a number. I'm gonna get a we'll here fishy, a, fishy man. Uh, take a run. Yeah, get some beers. Yeah, well, I'm gonna go Do get a beer some run. more we'll for me. Well, you Joey, get, you were you banded geese this year. We'll tell that. Yeah, how, yeah. how you got into that and that went. Yeah, yeah. No, I so. Uh, back when we were talking that I banded Nick's farm goose. Hey, just put them on my tab. I have a tab running. So whatever you get. Hey, give me a, give me number seven, and then whatever uh, he wants. Number seven. I'm gonna do. What were you doing? Oh, that's the here fishy fishy. Yeah, that one's my favorite one so far. It's pretty good. I, I'll get a few of those. Ooh, there's I'll a copy this, one. This in intend to face seven and twelve. Yeah, it's cream ale. We'll try that. But this, um, this is really good, but it's like a little too fruity for, yeah. for me. I'm That's why I'll probably have my more. sexuality if I have too many more of these. <laughs> Jeez, I'm going to slide over a little further <laughs> towards you. No, I'm just kidding. So, uh, going to geese you can donate to me? <laughs> Trying to get goosed, boy? <laughs> no, so um, we, um, we, I helped ban those geese. Uh, somebody called me, texted me. This was like before Snapchat. and was like, hey, man, there's DNR out here banning them. And I called my camera guy who's roommates with me. I'm like, let's get over there and film it, you know. So it's on my YouTube channel, Lifetime Waterfaller Co. on YouTube. And uh, that's how I helped ban. But this time, last year, uh, some guy Snapchatted me and was like, hey, dude, we're down at the sanctuary banning your geese. So I was like, no shit. And I live like two blocks away. So I flew down there. And... Um, I was just talking with them, you know, and then this year, I know, because I, I know they usually ban them around, like, end of June, you know. <laughs> they have to be big enough so the band doesn't yeah. fall off the little one's legs, yeah, and obviously not so big that they can fly. So exactly. So, so I knew they'd do it around this time, and I, I put a Snapchat out, like, hey, who was that guy that Snapchatted me, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he messaged me right away. He's like, oh, it's me, but I don't live there anymore. I go, well, can I get the name of the guy who does them? He's like, yeah. 
So his name was Tim, super nice guy, out in the Nicollet, uh, Minnesota area. And I got a hold of him right away. He's like, hey, Joe, it knew who I was. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing since the DNR <laughs> knows exactly who I am. But um, he goes, yeah, you can come help band. And my buddy Brian Hansen, right when I put it, sent him a snap, like, hey, I'm going to help. He's like, I want to come help. That would be fun. You know, it's just fun. It's cool as shit, you know, because we do love geese. You know, we yeah. love hunting them. But, like, the Canada goose is literally my favorite animal to look at, to study, to watch, oh, to, the sounds, the everything, yeah, you know. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, go ahead. You, can, you guys oh. can both come. I don't know if we should have had Nick, bad luck Nick, do this. Is he going to make it? No, he can do it. But, um. Oh, I'm so, I'm so proud of you, Nick, that you made it without dropping those. The way your day was going, I wasn't sure. Here you go. You see <laughs> the extreme <laughs> focus on my face? <laughs> I did. Thank you I did. very much. That was game face for sure. So, um. I don't remember what's what. We went and helped well, him band him. Here, and, drink, uh, drink up. See, that's, that's this. That's the Hefeweizen. Oh that's God, the cream ale. I almost put this on my. Is it? I betcha. Yeah. I'd Let me try. bet. What did Whatever you, I'm drinking. What's one did you get? I got the Pilsner again. The yeah, Pils- that's definitely. Does it taste the like a Pilsner? Number seven. Yeah, you want to try it? The f- fishy, fishy. Yep, that's cream meal. Here, try this. Right. I could drink 30 of those What's things. The Pilsner? Of course you, will. you can. Yeah, that's all day. I mean, so this is this is a cream. Try that. It's cream meal. It's that's a pretty benign cream meal as far as cream meals go. The Bobbing Bobber Brewer Co. in yeah, Hutchinson, Minnesota. Yeah. That's super, yeah, super that's light. Really easy to drink. But, um, yeah, so anyway, I went, I went and helped ban those geese, and we went to Mankato, banded a bunch by uh, the Walmart place. I don't think they care if I say where we banded no, them. No, I don't matter. think. People are just going to park snatchers. Going to try but to target them? How are you going to try? I mean, maybe but it's early cool. season. Bread and pliers. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, well but it's true. Uh, it's just cool because they can't fly right now. You know, they got their flight. Yeah. Some of the parents can fly, but they usually choose to stay with the babies. Like, hey, oh, we're not for leaving. Sure. Them, you yeah, know? yeah. So you just Shoot, basically you. you surround this big <laughs> pond, and uh, two guys in kayaks get in there, and you push them through one corner, and then you grab these nets and just surround them. And after you put the net on them, I mean, there's no top to it. They just don't leave. Mm-hmm. And as we were doing it, I was like, oh, that one's banded. That one's banded. This one's banded. You know? Crazy. And, and uh, I love doing it because – for like I don't know, it's cool for science, sure. But the rebands are really cool because you get to pick them you up. Get story. Yeah, you I get to pick them up, and you're like, oh, dude, like we picked up a 13-year-old banded goose. The band was so worn, and I know the numbers really well, like 1008. And I was like, oh my god, dude, I bet that one's like over 10 years old. And me and Brian made a bet. Brian's like, I'm gonna bet 11. I'll bet 12, and it was 13 from Iowa. So it wasn't it wasn't anywhere near it. So it was just, it's just cool to run around and it's all for do me, banding shit. Bands are so cool, but for me, it's like. It, the store, it's all about story. I want that yeah. information back. I want like, yeah, exactly. oh, so, yeah. so, I like on a snow when you're like Winstill yeah. or, or Churchill, Manitoba. You're like, Especially snow. Hell, dude, this this bird has traveled so far. You know, and the one I shot was like, I think it was like over 16 years. Well, God, Joe and I were actually talking some band hunting strategy earlier today. We're yeah, like, we should say this on the podcast. Yeah, yeah that'd be yeah. awesome. Because people like to know, like, how do you band hunt? Like, right. what do you do? Dave Smith and uh, Brad Cochran. Yes, they got uh, they, band hunting on the Dave Smith decoy podcast, and it yeah, kicks ass. And it kicks ass, and they, they yeah, their their band stories are awesome because like you literally go out and you don't just target your limit, right? You target banded birds. Yeah, you're wait, you're passing on a for sure yeah. dead goose because you right. haven't, you don't know if it's banded or not. You're right. Like, so oh, like, I'm and and you really get to enjoy goose hunting because instead of you know, it's a pure show. It's a it's a different thing. And are than, you landing them? Oh yes. yeah, for yep. sure. Yeah. So not you're letting so them walk you, around. You land yeah. birds and you you when a goose lands in your decoy spread, it's 
it's kind of stands up alert. Instantly, yeah. It's at attention, and it's looking for something wrong. Yep. And it takes about two to five minutes for yep. them to actually just uh, they kind of just to, like shake hey, it off. Like, All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just sit here. still. You just sit still. <laughs> just don't move. Don't like usually like okay they landed. You want to yeah. like push your head up, yep. put the binoculars up. Don't. You know? Yeah. And don't just sit there. Just keep peeking over. You know what I mean? Yep. And once they've decided that they're ready to calm down, you can damn near walk up to them. Okay. Yeah, you really can. Oh, yeah. That's so a, like that's a hot tip. So right like there. after after like two three minutes. Kind of wash like, their body language, and they start doing goose things. Like yeah, yeah. And like when they whatever. fluff their feathers and start pruning yeah. themselves, and the other ones are like, yeah, I'm comfortable too, buddy. And then they start eating. And that's when you can. Oh, that's when you don't open your doors. Oh. I just push my head out, and I keep, yeah. the, I keep my binoculars on my chest with a little rag, and I keep wiping the lenses because when those geese are coming, dude, you're excited, so you're breathing on them. You're like, and then when you put the binos up, you're like, fuck, I can't see anything. So you just got to be like reaching around your <laughs> blind for I a Kleenex. You, like, one of you guys, didn't I tell you about the metal detector thing I saw in the store? It was like a... Like a, a monocle, or what do you call it? Like a telescope. It's a single lens telescope. It's supposed to go on your lanyard. It looks like a. Oh, sure. Oh, my and it's God. Just, it's <laughs> I prefer to just use a scope turkey. It literally is designed, <laughs> really designed and marketed towards band hunting. Like, that's why they called it the middle. I read that. I'm like, what the And it hell? turns red? No, it doesn't do anything. It's it literally, it's just like. You just know, a monocle. A monocle, yeah. Or a monocular. A, a telescope. I mean, uh. Monocular. How wild, how wild would it be if it was like yeah, had a red dot binocular. on it? Monocular. Monocular, yeah. yeah. So it had like a red man. dot on it. As soon as you pointed it at that abandoned one, it like turned red. Like that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. See, all right, R&D, get R&D that shit. It'd be a millionaire for sure. Oh, but man, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? When I read the back, I'm like, what the hell is this? And I read it. It's like yep. just so – I mean, it's supposed to, it's designed so it can hang on your lanyards. You yep. got your calls yeah. there, and then one of those instead of instead – of Binoculars, so if I put you will. On my, so like, I put on my Instagram like, yesterday, fuck? like, people ask me how many D- DSDs, you know. Nick, like, you have good? Instagram? What's your Instagram? My Instagram <laughs> is Nick <laughs> underscore A underscore Johnson. What's yours, Joe? Mine is Grinder Heinz. Oh, cool. H-E-I-N-T-Z. i check that out, and you should, too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, go ahead. Follow me on Instagram. So I posted on my Instagram that I, Joe, you delivered four DSDs to me that you owed me. Yep. That you uh, owed me. Uh, I didn't owe it to him. It he actually owes me pet? because I uh, got a hold of Dave and Brad of Dave Smith Decoys. And I was like, hey, man, like, uh, I really want to use your decoys because I, w- I went to the Oregon waterf- Waterfall Festival, so and I was had a lot of crown cokes with Brad, <laughs> and we talked for a while. He's like, yeah, dude, I can hook you up with decoys. I'd love it if you and Nick did it. And then Nick started a Dave Smith decoy fan page on facebook on facebook that Join. does really well oh we need to get him on the podcast i want to get some of these decoy makers and different people awesome. in yeah. we're gonna be awesome. on their podcast too actually. yeah we would so um anyways he's like yeah we'll hook you up with the deal so anyway i finally got a hold of brad and he's like yeah we can do this deal with you and i was like there's no way i can say no to that deal sure let's do it and he's like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna send a free box to nick too because i feel like with him making that facebook page and and just i think he kind of persuaded you to get dave smith and i was like yeah you know kind of but i might keep those four because <laughs> fuck nick <laughs> i shouldn't have even said anything so i called nick right away and i'm like hey nick uh i want you to know that brad is gonna send us you a free four pack of dsds uh, and he's great. like oh no way i'm like fuck i wish i had friends like me God, <laughs> i'm waiting for one be awesome but yeah, so I delivered those. I today. wish I had friends like me. I'm stealing <laughs> that line. I'm yep. just gonna tell you that right now. I'm gonna use that from here on out. Right. Gotta wish I had friends like me. So yeah, we were like talking this morning about like how many DSDs you need, and people were messaging me, and I was like, you, yeah, know, yeah. you only need four or eight decoys. And another thing with band hunting is I don't like using big spreads yeah. at all. Well, yeah. hard to even, see, I suppose. Even because yeah. I own 72 Dave Smiths now, and I've hunted a lot with like 60. That's a small fortune. Yeah, so <laughs> right. I kept it at 69 for a while. That's a good one. Yeah, you're gonna so work the 420 now. 
<laughs> yes. Right. yes. Next time I mention it, it'll be 420. Yeah, right. Until then, I'm going to quit we'll at 420. We're calling it 69. And They're staying in the box until I have. I'll get 69. Nick will get you 420. You have to get to 1776 for America. Oh, America. Goddamn right. 1776 TSDs. Jesus. That'd be a good spread. Anyways, but, but we're. I've done some band hunts where I've put out like 65 of my DSDs. And I realized I should not have done that. Yeah. Because even though they look great, like when geese land in a flock of Bigfoots or a decoy spread full of Bigfoots, they're fucking freaked out. They look yeah, around, yeah. they go, this is not And they start walking out real. of your spread. You know what I mean? Like, uh, nothing's killed us yet, but yeah. there's something ain't right. When you I, use DSDs, they're just way chiller. They're like, yeah. okay. But when I've used like 60 plus DSDs, mm-hmm. it's still like a weird statue garden to them. Yeah, yeah. So they're standing around and they're not walking out of the spread like they would. They're very uncomfortable. Like if you were to move, like I said, mm-hmm. right when they land, they'd probably yeah. be like, ah, I'm out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm kind yeah. of a believer, like if you're going out to do a hunt, specifically two band hunts, if you can... Use as few decoys as you possibly can. That way, like, say you're using eight decoys. So you're obviously not running traffic then at this point. You can. Absolutely. Well, would you, you want can. more decoys if you're running traffic? Depends not on the situation. Not necessarily. Not if I'm band hunting. If I'm just okay. bringing five of my buddies out there to murder as many geese as we can on this traffic line, yeah, I'm going to use, you know, 20 dozen big owl silhouettes and my whole Bigfoot trailer. But if I mean, if I, if it's a band hunt and I really need this to go well, I'm gonna use less decoys, yeah. as, as few as I possibly can get away with. And, also, and the reason for that is like when they land, say t- 25 geese land with your eight DSDs. Most of them are looking at their friends. Like when they land, and there's just a few of them that are looking at the decoys. You know, there's just a handful up front that are looking at the decoys. Like those are kind of weird. But even still, there's more feathers than there is plastic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the field. Okay. So they're seeing more. That makes sense. I yeah. know where you're going yeah, with the, that now. I also so think it the live be. birds are outnumbering the decoys. So as they're looking around, they're yeah, seeing yeah. more of yeah. them. And I also think it might be scent too. Might sound crazy. It does but sound I think, crazy. I think if when they land next to something like that, they're kind of like, ah, you know, this is different. I mean, they don't smell right. Because I think birds find fields because they're freshly cut and they go that way. You know what Have I mean? Have you guys looked into this, this hex suit I, at yeah, all? I know, yeah, I know about it. Yeah. So I know some deer hunters that swear by it. I know spear fishermen that really swear by it. And they've really? got some video proof. Like sharks, well, like, they don't – I mean, they're picking up on – It's hard to believe. They're but picking up on electric. But all right, if you don't but know what a hex suit is – But we're talking about birds that – let, let me explain what a hex suit is really quick. All right, if somebody sure. Doesn't somebody know might not know. Right. Yeah, right, right. A hex suit is some uh, – Scam guy <laughs> came out with scam guy. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And he says hey, like, all right, Nick what, doesn't believe in the product. What, <laughs> right, right, right. What blocks a microwave waves from coming out of the microwave? Microwave. That's the same technology we've put inside of this suit, and it it stops the electrical signal of a body from like putting its electrical having that feeling out. When you walk yeah. in a room, you're like, somebody's fucking in here. You know what I mean? Right. You just, you just have that feeling. Seriously. You, you <laughs> think? They've got a bunch of oh. videos, and I think they even have a television show, and they do well on turkeys, but that's right. turkeys. Well, turkeys are dumb. <laughs> yeah. But here's, yeah. here's I'm not, I haven't tried it. This is just me uh, kind of being open-minded about it. Um, just because I'm a fisherman, you know, and I'm just kind of an animal nut. Right. So they've done experiments like with, a, you know, they'll take a baby hammerhead shark and they'll put them in a big pool right yeah and they'll actually bury um something that just gives off an electric pulse in the sand so this this little hammerhead he's doing he's swimming around he's swinging his head like and he gets away from where that pulse is he he doubles back on himself until he until he's right over top he gets it so they're picking up 
and and the power, the pulse that they were giving off is what a fish would give off. It wasn't like they were, you know, putting a car battery in there and be like, yeah, yes. see, it found it. No, like this is how they find their food. So right. at least fish pick and up I on will, it for sure. I will be open-minded to it to the point where they say that birds use an electromagnetic field to help them migrate. So they, they do have yeah. senses that the can... Microphone just a little bit closer to your face. So they do say there like... You there you go. They say, you know, birds have a good sense of an electromagnetic field because they use it to migrate. And there's been some people that have also hypothesized that that's how pigeons do homing shit. Sure. They, they found, like, uh, magnetic particles inside their beaks or whatever, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they don't know exactly how it works. They use pigeons for missiles and shit, dude. That's just crazy. Yeah, in World like, War II. They, like, out of target. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Shit. yep. It's fucking wild. Dude, pigeons, so they, they have I, I no don't idea. Think it's out of, I don't too. think it's out of the question. Right. So I, I don't be, think it is. I would be, Nick does. He's super be, skeptical about I'm skeptical. everything. I'm willing to, like, give it a chance. Like, oh, let me wrap myself in this blanket See, I think it would be while we're ban hunting. You I'm know not going mean? to pay for it, but I'd try it. Right, 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 <laughs> right, Makers right. of hex suit, if you would yeah, like to yeah. get some goose hunters on your side. I saw they did right. a, a, a goose hunt, too, on their TV show or something one right. time. And, like, they had all the layout blinds lined up. And then, like, one guy was open. the one dude sitting on, like, the end of it just, like, Listen, sitting you still gotta crisscross be applesauce, shooting honkers. See, yeah, yeah. You still, you still, still have to be hidden. I mean, that's if it is true. That they're picking up on electromagnetic yeah, yeah. signals, they're still using their eyes too. Oh, of course. You yeah. know, so it's how not close like do you have to be to feel you that? Still have electric to be hidden. Shit. But it would really be interesting. You'd have to do a very scientific approach. You'd have yeah. to like same field, like, and set up tear down really quick. We're gonna do everything right, right. the same. We're gonna, you know, your height is your number one thing. Yeah. No so you what. do your height Period. just like you would. We're gonna do one flock. You know. All right, let's not wear the hex suit. Yep. Nobody's wearing hex. Let's call in this flock. You see how they react. Right. Let's, all right, however they at? Let them land. You're not shooting them. You're gonna let them land. See how then measure how long it takes for them to figure out something's fucked up, and then they leave. Like you're not hunting. You're. This is just a. Let's see if this hex suit works. So you log that time frame down. However long they sat. Right. All right. Once they leave. All right, everybody, put on your hex suits. Go right over the top. Whatever the hell you're wearing. Wait for the next flock of geese, and then record that. How long did they, you know, how well did they decoy? How long did they sit in the decoys? Did they stay in any longer? Did you know? And just right. you'd have to do it as scientific process as much as possible to get a non-biased result. And there's just way so too many much other time. factors. <laughs> yeah, well, other factors too. Did somebody move? Did somebody yeah, not yeah, move? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. and waterfall hunting, like nothing is recreatable. Yeah, well, right, yeah. you would uh-huh. almost have to you do this. You've had, entire season to I've see had how it so many out. band hunts though. Where like if I I've like been stumbling my blind, I'm like, oh, I need to go get more grass. So I'd like go get more grass, and I'd walk by my blind like, oh shit, it's right there. Never mind. You yeah, know, like yeah. that's that's an right, impeccable height. Yeah. So when I go band hunting, I like if you're hunting a green grass field, I wear a green grass or I wear a yep. green hat. You know, and yep. I face paint. You know, like it's just me out here. When I go band hunting, it's me and a buddy that knows what we're doing. We're not here to shoot our limit. We're gonna land 400 geese. And we're not going to pull the trigger unless it's banded. You know what I mean? So that takes some discipline. It's it it, do, it does at first. I'll tell you that. But I mean, the it more does. and more. I mean, I hunt every single yeah. day. You know, like decoy, and I still get a rush out of it. But it's a different sport when you are laying there, letting the birds naturally decoy and not killing them. You know what I mean? They'll land it's really. And you're, land straight, and you're turkey shooting them once you realize one's banded, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I shoot. I shoot them right on the ground. ground. Yeah. 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 That does. That doesn't affect me at all. That doesn't matter. I mean, there's a lot of guys that say like. Uh, you shouldn't have shot it on the ground. It's like, why, dude? I don't like the ask, pellets. Well, yeah, exactly. Ask that guy. Do you want me to wound it if it gets back up? for a turkey to fly. This is a weird right, thing. Exactly. I if know. You it really shoot is. a turkey on the wing. You're you are shunned in the turkey hunting. What about deer in the world? What about deer? Should you be like, hey, deer? 
here. So it starts yeah. running. So it starts sprinting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boom, 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 boom. I gave it a chance to give it away. I'm yeah. s- get away. I'm yeah. so ethical. It's right. exactly. Such an ethical it's deer like hunter. That. It's a way to we wound talk too. About that you know, with, like turkeys and, go- and grouse too. It's like if you ground pound grouse, some like died in the wool wing shooters would be like, "No, no, <laughs> young man." And then if you, you know, but uh, turkeys. You always ground, and, yeah. the, and to like the fact that if thing. you shoot, I think it's and that if I you shoot a turkey too. on the wing in the turkey community, you'll get browbeaten. It's like when I'm, come when on, I'm guys. meat hunting, when I'm meat hunting, I shoot on the ground most of the time. Yeah. If, if I can, yeah. if I can, yeah. yeah. You don't want to break times, your teeth on the if I'm, if I'm meat hunting, it's half a band hunt, anyways. You right. know, like I'm gonna land. Right. Say you're hunting a cornfield, like you land 20 birds. Like these stocks are too high to see any fucking legs, anyways. Like I'm letting them walk around for two, three minutes. Like goddamn, all right, boom. Conversations piss some people off though because they don't have hunts where they have the opportunity to land to 200 land them, birds. Yeah, exactly. you know, they're like they're shooting everything that comes in because it's probably the only geese they're going to get to shoot at. No, today. no, <laughs> people get good hunts out there, man. A lot of people. Everybody yeah, no, just, I just wants mean to bring around the state. I know, I know a lot but of people have those. A lot of people have great hunts with it, and they don't want to band hunt. Like no. I've 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 tried to get so many people to band hunt with me and they like how you can't they don't they want to make a big pile and yeah, I do too piles. I like to make I a mean, big I pile do too, too at a point I mean I think I've proven to Facebook and Instagram and people that I can make a pile of birds with my buddies now I want to make my lanyard look like it's fun nice you know because I grew up on the foils and the and yeah. the zinc's like a lot of these kids do you know what yeah. I mean I'm guilty of it too like man look at that. Those are all trophies, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I want one of them. They all have and I mean, I'm not as obsessed with it as I am now. I don't think. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I that mean, it, you are. it's still fun to <laughs> kill leg bands, you know? But, Nick, by the way, I was going to say, when you're talking about, like, when you're band hunting, you don't like to put out a lot of decoys. Right. And another reason for that is, because the more decoys you have out, the more feet that are getting hidden with your decoys. True. You that happens, I mean? too. I've had that where you, you're yeah. trying to make a band, like I say. like And you're looking through field. your binos, and you're like, fuck, I can't see those four geese because. They're behind so many decoys. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's hard to do it in, like, a corn stubble field. Like, me and my buddy Dave Reamer went out to a spot, and he's like, oh, dude, this is, like, a three-acre cornfield. There's, like, 400 geese. And I was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, let's go out there and band hunt, you know. We'll just put out, like, three dozen decoys, and we'll band hunt. That's what we did. Even a corn stock that's, like, three four inches tall yeah. can cover a goose's mm. foot especially and when they geese stack, don't move I it. geese don't move that much they'll stand there you know like they'll do that whole like waiting you know like we talked about and even when they start moving they'll get up and then they'll step in all that corn trash and yeah. it covers it yeah. you know and you're like god damn it me and my buddy dave we probably landed like oh my god like three four hundred geese that day like probably all of them they're going to that field and i was like dave are you all right with this? He's like, dude, this is fucking crazy. I got a goose like three <laughs> feet away from my blind right now. I'm like, I know, isn't it? And then I finally had the binos up looking, scanning, scanning, and finally there was one like 20 yards away from me. And I was like, oh, my God, boo. She's like, is it bad? I was like, it is. <laughs> yeah. So, so I am still obsessed with leg bands. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. That's cool, dude. That's It's a different challenge, too. Yeah. I like oh, to say it that. It is. It's a different challenge. I like to say I got about 40 limit pictures that are missing from my phone like from my camera roll because oh, yeah. because we banned on it oh yeah yeah, yeah like you could have made a pile yeah there's, so really there's really could have limited out so fast the first group yeah. landed 10 yards away from us and it was like a 10 pack right. and we could have it's easy triples or double and then the next group whatever you, you limit know instantly. but just watching those geese land and work you know and it's just freaking cool i love I mean, the that makes sense so to put much. it into kind of perspective for other people that might be out there you know if you're hunting the band, you're doing the wrong thing. Uh, Motherfucker, I've been doing this for 15 <laughs> goddamn well, years. Thing, you guys hunt almost every day, yeah, right? Yeah, guys. Mm-hmm. So you guys are 
you're killing geese, like that, the novelty, if you will, mm-hmm. of killing a goose that most weekend warriors, you know, people that are working a, you know, and yeah. I, I, they I don't got a say regular that as job. a derogatory term. I just mean, you know, you're a Monday through Friday, like most everybody's of us, hunting as much as they can. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You know, the weekends, yeah. like you're not going to leave it up to chance. You want, you want your five or your three or whatever the time right. of the season is. Like you want, you know, so they're not going to. When they hear somebody that's like, oh, we landed 100, 200 birds and we're just looking for bands, they might have the tendency to go, those assholes. But I guess what I'm trying to talk to them is like, Here's listen, it's a different, it's a different got, perspective. Because I got two things people have told me about negative about band hunting. Number one, I'm skewing data, which A, is not true. The fuck up. B, they want that data. They want, it, they want those birds to be killed. Yeah. You might, but they do make harvest data off of bands. But I'm not killing that many bands doing this. It's not yeah. like I'm no, get, you're not going to skew I'm it by like, that much. And how I'm many? Get, I'm getting like one band per season doing this. Two bands, yeah. th- you know, you know, couple you of times. You only skew the data if like a lot of people. And then the second That's thing I'm skewing the data. The second thing I've heard hunting. people no. say, talk shit about is you're educating a lot of birds. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> say, when I land twenty geese, people's into my, opinion are so crazy. Well, when I land twenty geese into my decoys and I sit in my blind and I let them relax. And then I can slide up out of my blind, yep. and yeah. I get the binoculars out, and I check them all, like, after they've calmed down. They usually sit there for, like, about another 20 minutes, and then they'll either walk away, then fly away, or just fly away. And when they fly away, yeah. a lot of times they fly right over your blinds yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they're curious they about, no- what the hell is that thing yeah, over yeah, there? Yeah. They are very So curious. if I've educated a goose... It's not that a decoy spread is something to no. be scared of. Right. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> might be helping. Then the next right. time you're like, hey, that looks like, oh, well, it's fine. I've had that happen <laughs> so many times. Like, Because when you first sneak up out of the blind, you got like eight birds that are in the spread. Check them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No bands. All right. Well, fuck it. You, and, and you just, just relax and watch I, I, I open my doors. Like, and I'm like, you can open up and stand up. Like, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. And these, like, after you've given them that three to five minute rest period to let them calm down, they just chill there. And yeah, then they're out. watching you talk to your buddy. Yeah, just hanging out. And they're just they hang- don't see you as a threat. No, they, they don't, don't see you as a threat. You're not and then, a threat. And then the weird thing is, <laughs> when they fly away, <laughs> they when don't they, know that. When they you're fly right. away, they'll fly like 10 feet right over your blind. Yeah, check you out. Say goodbye to you. Yeah, it's like they're saying goodbye. All the parkies. I mean, kind of. I mean, why don't they flare in people? People in the park. I mean, they they know they know what to be afraid of or what to be and when really to be afraid, afraid of. Them. When like to, when yeah. you get out of city like, limit, they know like oh, if it's okay. been like three to five minutes and they haven't yeah. been it messed almost with everything. Like, like they a, just I'm calm. Told this before too. When I used to live in uh, Matamita, which is a, a, a metropolitan suburb, and I used to bow hunt in the, in the woods behind the house. I can damn near walk up to the deer when they're in my yard. You know, eating yeah. my flowers. I'm like, get the hell out of my yeah, yard. Because I know like, not walk to, right up to be afraid of If it. I go five years into the woods, they're like, they're blowing at me and stomping just like any five wild goose anyway. Because, yeah, they know. They're like, there's people aren't back here. Yeah, yeah. You're no, supposed yeah. to be in that mode part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They know, they know where people belong <laughs> and where they don't belong. They yeah, really yeah. do. It's crazy. Yeah, it's Like, nuts. you think, oh, they're easy metro deer. It's like, you have to be no. just as scent conscious. Yeah out there as you do anywhere else. They know where people belong and where they don't belong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're not, when you're not shooting at them, you're not, basically you're not acting like a hunter. You're not, you're not doing the mm-hmm. stereotypical things that, like you said, not being back up your argument, yeah. you're, the ones that are educated, 
They're educated to people that act like hunters. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. haven't been shot at somebody that sat up in their door and had a conversation in the open while I, they fed. I think that's something <laughs> that, that a lot of people happened. can relate to is like if you've gone to lunch and you've come back to your decoy spread to find a bird there, yes. and then you can walk up on it. Yeah, yeah. Because he's just been hanging out there, right. and nothing's and people, bothered him. That's true. That him. does people, happen. People say like, um, that bird was so stupid. No, that bird's nine years old. He let his guard yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, he's comfortable. They, None they, of the decoys are leaving, you know, because he thinks that they're all birds. Like, here comes this human. Why is that thing? Why are? I mean, if these aren't moving, why the fuck should I move? You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. That, that dumb goose just sat in our spread. Like, you don't. What you don't understand is, like, if when you give birds three to five minutes, that's what they do. Right. They, they yeah. become comfortable. So yeah. you were at. Lunch. So you can damn near do whatever you want. Yeah. You can walk up to them. Actually, I got a good band story from uh, this February. I went to uh, Colorado. And uh, Jack Gardner yeah. and Noah, they invited me goose hunting with them. Fucking awesome kids, dude. Awesome. I, I didn't care if these guys had six decoys and we were going to sit in the middle on some public land and call it geese. I just wanted to hunt geese in mm -hmm. Colorado. Right. Turns out they had like 500 Bigfoots. Didn't they legalize marijuana there, Nick? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not just there. <laughs> right. And, uh, Does that dictate where you buy a hunting license? I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> I will be going to Canada a few, a few more times this year, that's yeah, for right. sure. Legalized the green wave is coming, coming, Nick. Just relax. It'll be everywhere before He's you been know. smoking it like it's been legal for years. <laughs> not true. <laughs> not true. Okay. Yeah, Allegedly. Right. Yeah, What's right. the statute of limitations? He does on? not Nobody inhale. cares. <laughs> I do not inhale. Have we had enough beers to tell some uh, sketchy stories? Oh, oh God. We got so many sketchy beers stories. for sketchy stories. God, we're we got on a roll. Let's, let's continue our thought on this uh, on the band hunting. We're at a good... Good thread going. I don't okay. want to derail right, right. that. When right. I was in Colorado, yes. Yeah. Dude, we let two, we had two geese come in, and this was a fucking hell of a day, man. The m snow was melting off our field. Our decoys were becoming less and less visible by the minute. And uh, we were running traffic, and these birds were just educated and stale. We got a two-pack to just buckle down and do it into our spread. But we had our spread way spread out. Huge. Way. Yeah. A huge spread. A, because of the loss of visibility, and we had so many birds working over. We just had a big spread. You were running traffic on We were running traffic. Yeah. These birds landed like 65, 75 yards away. And these kids are going, let's go get them. Let's go belly crawl. I was like, no, 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 no. Just three to five minutes, three to five yeah, minutes. Yeah, right. And then you can walk to them. Yeah, and then we'll just get up and we'll stand up and we'll walk to them. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they're like, okay, all right. You know, and we give them three to five minutes, and I'm watching them. And they say, what do you think? I said, give them another five. Yeah. So they're, they ain't going nowhere. They ain't going nowhere. Yeah, you know, we're hunting. And, uh, the decoys aren't moving. The decoy, yeah, you know, we're chilling. You know, bird, there's still other birds flying over and around us and stuff. Another five minutes go by. These kids can't hold it anymore. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> They're like, let's go get them now. I'm like, okay, we can go get them now. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, let's just start walking out there. And uh, then I see Noah, and he's just belly crawling like a goddamn marine. Yeah, right. <laughs> like faster than I can belly this crawl. Is, no, I'm here. Helicopters going over Ooh, him and shit. Yeah, right. And I was like, no, 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 stand up. You don't have to belly crawl. You know, let's just walk out there. You know, a couple of us. And, uh, he, I mean, he had tunnel vision at that point. Yeah. He's belly crawling. I don't like belly crawling in a group. It's kind of dangerous. It's super dangerous. Yeah, you got, oh, God, I, and yes. I was like, we'll just let Noah do it. Yeah, you yeah. Know. There's two geese. He'll be all right. He'll, yeah, he'll be fine. He goes he'll mess there. him. <laughs> <laughs> just he goes I have no idea who this Noah guy is either. No idea who he is. Goes but I bet there. you'd miss Noah. Bang, bang, bang. Kills the two geese. Comes back. Hey. And then you can hear him freaking out. <laughs> I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah, he got the banded one. No, he comes back. He had the first double website band I've seen. Oh, I was completely nice. wrong about Noah. He smoked him. He smoked him. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, invite me. <laughs> I was kidding. Oh, that uh, thing I said about you earlier, shot. I did not mean that. Oh, oh you're dude, a great those guys, were, those guys were great in Colorado. That was such an awesome trip. We had three good hunts. And those 
I mean, they're younger dudes, and they've had really good seasons stacked on end. Mm-hmm. So the first day I was there, we killed like 12 or 14 hawkers, and they, they were kind of bummed out. Like, man, I'm sorry that we gave you a shitty hunt. Yeah, isn't like, that crazy? It's like, dude, we killed 14 geese in a different state. To me, it's like, we don't got to limit out, yeah, dude. dude. I was like, a, I like being here. B, if you're cool, then I like that, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? A, like, we don't have to crush the fuck out of geese. I mean, it'd be really lame if they're like, oh, yeah, we got a good spot. We get there, and there's, like, no geese there. You know, like, oh, come on, dude. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if I get company, I make sure that I do my homework, that we're at least going to get a chance. You right. know what I mean? But, yeah. I made a post on Facebook, like, fantastic hunt tonight. You know, we had 14 dead birds, and they saw it. And the next day when I met them, they're like, did you really think that hunt was fantastic? And I was like, yes. Fuck yeah, I did. Yeah, that was an awesome hunt. And they said, why? We only got, you know, 14. We used to, we usually shoot, like, 40, you know. Right, like, right. We get an eight-man limit every time. I'm like, so what? Dude, if it was anybody else in that field besides us, <laughs> we would have shot zero. Right, right, right. Like, this was not an yeah. easy deal. No. Yeah. Like, I think we prevailed over the odds, and mm-hmm. that made it the enjoyable experience mm-hmm. like you right. don't have to shoot a limit if you can just beat the odds right i right. think that's really what it where i get my balls tickled something wow. i'd like to all right then. chat about is um i had a uh this um company on instagram made this post does being a good goose or duck caller help your hunting oh, or i saw not? that and i thought yes it does. Well, why wouldn't it? Obviously. You know what I mean? There's a lot of guys like, I don't need to be a contest caller. I to shoot kill my these. judges. Yeah, yeah, I shoot yep. my judges. Yeah, I mean, you totally do. I do too. But I shoot it my op- judges. It opens your horizon. You know what mean? I mean? It means like, I don't go to a calling contest so humans can judge me. I yeah, go yeah. hunting and I kill the judges. And I kill the judges. Because yeah. they're the geese. Because they're the geese ah, coming in and killing them. It's, it's uh, so me and Nick were looking at DSDs and Nick aye, made a post aye, aye. on Facebook that said something like, or Instagram or whatever, or Snapchat. Was it Snapchat? Maybe. Yeah. Um, that said something like, everybody asked how big my Dave Smith, what a good Dave Smith spread would be. And oh, yeah, the answer yeah. is like four. And I kind of, and I was thinking too, like, dude, you know what? The better goose caller that you are, the less decoys you need. I believe because that. I, I believe can, that. Because I can keep your attention and you're going to come check me out and be like, oh shit, there's, you know how many times I've been duck hunting with no uh, goose decoys? I'm like a two pack of geese come over and I'm just sitting there, la, 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 and they, Circling and circling, you can see their head. They're moving. looking for them. moving back and yeah. forth. Pass yeah, yeah. shooting, pass shooting when you can just line oh, yeah. you turn can them, lo- you turn them right them up. Yeah, yeah, you know they can hear you really. Yeah, well. they're, they're so they're I thought that right same thing. Them. So it's like, yeah, you kill your judges, but you're usually sitting in an X field, and they're going to that field anyways. Yeah. And me and Nick, all are you like, have to do is not fuck it up. I 100 percent do not believe location is the most important factor for goose hunting. Well, I mean, you're not going to go to the Las Vegas desert and try to hunt a goose because there's no bird. I mean, yeah, calling is not the number one thing. Being in the area with geese is the number one thing. You need to have geese in the area, obviously. Right, I mean, right. fucking A. But, but you yeah. do not need to have that X field. No, you don't. Absolutely not. And Me and the, you run 99% traffic. Yeah. And like, people, oh, they're going in that X field? I'm not even going to try to get permission for it. Right. I'm going to run traffic on that no, spot. Like you brought that up. Like, that's been implanted in my mind since yeah. our last podcast where you're like. It's a great strategy. Don't, don't hunt the X. Even if you. If you I think it was you. Maybe it was you. No, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, we both kind of you prescribed that. T- so it's like, a lot of times if you get permission for the X, that's great because now nobody else can fuck it up. Yeah, but yeah. get permission for the fields around it Going and run to traffic that. on your X. Exactly. So instead of blowing those birds out yeah, yeah. and Hunt them for hunt, two or three days and then a, go hunt the X and you'll smash them. Yeah, exactly. Another thing, too, is so a lot, much of, sense. A lot yeah. of times the X field is not the best field to hunt. No, because those geese are used to going there. Maybe it doesn't have a good high. And then all of a sudden, when you go there and you got ten blinds there, like, what the 
fuck is yeah, that? They know you know that what I mean? Yeah, but they don't there. know the field that they're right. they, they don't what know a, the flyover state here, basically. Here it's like what is this? Central you know? Minnesota, Western Minnesota too. A lot of times the X field is a muddy pit of a fucking plowed, disgusting cornfield. Beans. Right. And like what are you gonna do? Walk your shit out there? Walk out 30, 40 full bodies, walk out some April, silhouettes. Bro. Hey, frame, bro. <laughs> so, okay, okay, so you got these geese, you got a few hundred geese, whatever, they're going into this nasty, tough to hide in, tough to hunt, low decoy visibility plowed cornfield. But next to it, you got a beautiful, yeah. big grass field yeah. that you can drive right in the center of and dump all your decoys, get right underneath the birds. I feel more confident having success in the situation where we're running traffic on a good hunting field rather than running an X hunt on a bad hunting field. I will say... If you're a good caller, this probably is a good strategy. I'd if no, you're calling, for anybody. For anybody, even if you're, if yes. you're calling sucks, yeah, oh, well, let the decoys, I, maybe more decoys. I, I would think, I think, every, the job. I think everybody should stay out of plowed fields. Like, if, you are hunting yeah. a plow, if you're hunting a plowed field, you are already 90% fucked. I mean, Seriously. It's, it's just the way I it is. I agree with it. If Me and got, Brian were having this conversation on the way to go ban you, those geese, and he was like, rawr, rawr, rawr. if you got 2,000 birds hunt, hitting a plowed field, Haunt it. You're gonna yeah, shoot yeah. your. You're gonna yeah. shoot your limit. They're gonna swing over you at some point or something. Just, You'll shoot your limit at calling at them like like passion. Calling at them, they're like, "What's over here?" It you know sucks. what I mean? It's just setting up. I mean, walking out because you can't drive sucks. in a chisel plowed field. You, you, you gotta walk and you're imagine. twisting ankles and this. And then in December thing. when it's frozen. Yeah. Oh god. Your trailer's so broke and your fucking check engine light comes on. Just <laughs> it's the worst. And I can't say that I've ever done awesome. I have, but it's. I mean, it's we've too, had more work we've than shot it's worth. Yeah, it's more but it's like, yeah, it's like it's. I'd rather hunt the grass field across the road. Yeah. If you have I mean, done awesome with small groups, like if you start to hunt five, six guys out of plowed cornfields, you will. If you got enough birds, you can kill your limit. Right. But it will be at forty yards at birds that are telling you to fuck off, and then mm-hmm. you got all these guys like, should we move decoys? What's going on? Yeah. Blah, blah, well, that's blah. us. Right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm the first one to admit it. Like when things aren't working, no. we're constantly. In the debate, like, what do we need to change? We need to change something. Yeah. Is our hide not good enough? Do we yeah, need to move what you needed to change was of, blah, blah, not blah. hunted that field not in the fucking that. first place. Yeah, right, yeah. right. That's going to be hard for people to grasp, too. You know it what is, I mean? And people don't There's 3,000 geese in there. Nick no, and Joe they say don't, don't hunt out yeah. there. No, we're not saying don't hunt out there. We're going to say that's probably going to suck. It will and suck. And it sucks. You know what like, I mean? Expect, expect a bad hunt if you're ex- – expect a frustrating hunt if yeah, you're yeah. hunting plowed fields. I'm of the mentality that – I mean – yeah, everybody is like they're kind of married to their thoughts or the way they do things. It's really hard to change people's habits. You know, they have they just it's just how humans are. But as I come in, you know, if I what you guys tell me, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a lot of weight to that, and I'm gonna mull it over with my own experience, and I'm gonna meld it yeah. into something that's my own because yeah, you, you guys to. are doing this every day. You've been doing it for a long time, and you've been doing it successfully for a long time. So it mm. would be stupid for me. To come in, if I'm a weekend warrior or whatever, and be like, no, that ain't the way to do it. Like, yeah, yeah. Dude, just put just, it into consideration. Because and that's it. Yeah, like, you don't have to that's do it the exact ask, really. way you guys are doing it. But and, like, and the way we say to do it isn't the way to do it every time. Not every right. time. No, and every strategy and everything it's, is it's, fucking different. Fishing is the same way. Like, yep. I know you guys don't fish, but fishing is the same way. It's like every time you go out can be a learning experience. Mm-hmm. It should be a learning mm-hmm. experience. So you're going to go out. You're going to fish what you're confident in. But if that's not working, then you go to the next thing that you're confident yeah. in, the next thing. And then all of a sudden you get to that. Maybe none of that works. You're like, shit, they're just not biting today. Are they not biting today or is there something you haven't tried? Hey, I watched this bass show, and, and Jacob yeah. Wheeler, he was doing this thing. I've never done that. 
Fucking try it. What do you got to do? You can't catch right. any less. Look, go and right. try that. Also, but maybe I mean, you catch a couple fish. So next time you put that that trick in your little tool belt. Same thing with goose hunting. Another, it's yeah. like, oh, Another. here's this situation. I remember this, and Nick and Joe were talking. Remember they said yeah. that thing about the trip field? Let's go in the sub. Let's try the, Let's try running traffic let's on Let's try a grass hide and try running a traffic and let's on let's see what yeah. happens. Right. But the frustrating thing is, is, in the hunting world, I can't tell you how many thousands of people I've told, like, try this, do this. Showed you the success of it, it's, and they still don't fucking do it. It's hard <laughs> you know to do what I mean? They'll right. snap me, like, "How do you hide in a chisel plow field?" You know, the like, night before, God they probably had it. the plan to do it, but when it comes yeah. to it, there's yeah. like that ain't gonna fear. work. That ain't gonna work. There's like this fear, and, 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 and I've had it. I've had it, and I've right. and I've made the wrong choice because there's like this. I only have two days to hunt. Mm-hmm. I gotta go back to work on Monday, yeah, yeah. and I want to kill a goose. Do I want to try something I've never done, or do I want to try something that? I know has worked in the past, even if it's not going to work today. Yeah, you're going to go to the from your 80 percent of the time, if not 90, you're going to the the familiar, comfortable place. Right. And I do 70, 80 percent of my hunts risky. Yeah, so you oh, got. I want to see mean, what happens. Just and I've I, get, I guess that the, I guess what I'm trying to say is anybody out there is listening to this and and kind of has gone through that, you know, angel devil thing on their shoulder. Right, like, right. do it, just don't try do it. it. Yeah, just give it a shot. It. You might. It might just open a whole new world, and you're going to become a more successful and I, hunter I really overall. Get, I get like, a lot of that like, um, well, like well, with my on, Snapchat. Hey, uh, speaking of trying, I want to try a number five. Nick, you want a beer? Crappie flop. Yeah. It's an IPA. Ooh, you're an IPA yeah. I would love I like beer. diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Tell one. me what you want. So I'm going to take the headsets out this right. time. It's only one bout. What do you want? It's only one bout. Uh, you good or you want another one? Uh, I'm well, I have one now, but I feel like I should, if you're going to get one, I'll order one. Right, that was that cream ale you're, you're having? Yep. Dude, I'll try number 12. Number 12? Number 12, please, I'm sir. I'm try another one. Let's see here. Dude, what I'll talk while here. Joe's gone. I'll go through another decoy Perfect. strategy Joe, that people. I look at the menu. Something that is not intuitive, and it's for no-win situations. And a lot of guys run into this in early season in the morning. And uh, what do most people run for their decoy spreads? Oh, a, hor- a horseshoe. You want number 12? Yes. I don't know. Oh, yeah, just do a number two. Shit, fuck it. Two? A horseshoe. A yeah, number two. Two and twelve. Two and twelve. Okay, so most guys, are, most guys are running a horseshoe. Their blinds up at yeah. the apex of the horseshoe, right? Yes. So here's why that doesn't work with no-win situations. People think they've created a kill hole, like, inside of their decoys. But with no wind, there's nothing to direct birds there. Your kill hole is actually the entire circumference of your decoy spread. So they can when, land anywhere in there. So if they're it, with no wind, they don't have to come in from anywhere. And they also don't have to land anywhere. Like, the wind really pushes them mm-hmm. into a, a workable direction. Yeah. In a perfect world, you always have wind. At least it makes if you're, it a little If you're more hunting a situation. Or uh, predictable. Well, let me put it this way. When I'm hunting a situation with no wind, um, I'm putting 100% of my decoys in a tight group directly in front of my blinds. And the reason I do that, it's like a ball, just a tight ball directly in front of the blinds. No matter which way, and I, but it, directly in front, I mean like 20 to 30 yards. So no matter which direction these birds come from and want to land, the kill hole is the circumference of your decoys with no wind. It's not inside your decoys. It's, it's, outside, it's your decoys. outside your decoys. So when people are putting their layout blinds, you know, gridded, you know, yep. one next to the other, they got... You know, an arm going to the left, arm going to the left, right, some going behind them. They're pretty much created a landing area that's humongous. Just ginormous. Yeah. And the, 
biggest problem with hunting no wind is you got birds landing fucking everywhere. Yeah. You got birds they going. stop you all the time. They're going behind you. They're going on the left side, the right side. How do you fix that? What you do is you take as few decoys as you can possibly run. You put them in a tight group, 25 to 35 yards in front of the lines. No matter which direction those birds decide to try to land amongst your decoys or next they're to your decoys, you. they're in front of you. They're in front of the guns, and they're at the right distance. Yeah. Because another thing, too, they'll get too close. You get a flock too close, and you'll kill three out of a flock yeah. you should have shot nine out yeah, of. Shooting right past them. Well, and we definitely talked about that, and that's going in. I, I'm done leaving holes. I mean, we talked about this in our very first podcast about the blob. Like, mm-hmm. they're not – if you watch wild geese – land with other wild geese. They're not looking for an opening. They filter in right in between the geese on the ground. They like, aim for what they can see. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to go with a bullseye versus a hole. I mean, there's just never a hole in no, generally I, in the wild. Like, they're, if they they're were that random. Like if they were that concerned about landing by themselves, they'd land 100 fucking yards yeah, away. Yeah, they land on the other side of the field. Like, yeah. what the hell would they care? Yeah, especially with snow geese. Like, if you watch snow geese, you know, you're talking, you know, instead of numbers in the hundreds like for honkers you're talking thousands for snow geese and i've watched literally watched three thousand fly over a field of five thousand and only maybe half of those dump in the other half takes off you know they don't even like the live geese that are on the ground much less your fucking sill socks but on top of that as you watch those ones drop into the geese they don't land as a flock they filter drop out of that flock here there and everywhere Right. right amongst the other birds. They're not going to the front of the pack, the back of the pack, the side. They're not looking for an opening. No, there's two geese that are three feet apart, and one decided to split the difference. Exactly. Like, I'm dumping right here. Yeah, there's just, no landing zone. And they, they just, don't even care if they land on each other. They don't. They'll just they they push each they other. fight each other all the time. They push each other out of the way. They, Another thing, I was talking to a guy actually. They uh, shy. On, I was talking to a guy on Snapchat today. Do you remember which one was what? All right, sweet. And uh, he was asking me why I use mostly uprights. And I say, for visibility. And he goes... It's more black and white. Yeah, you get more, more of the white chest. You get more of the black ass. So... Oh, more, more black, black ass. ass. All right. <laughs> That's our target tonight, right, boys? Because, <laughs> all, right. all right, common, commonly people use more feeder goose decoys mm-hmm. than they do... Let me, let me get that e-cig there, Joe. That's PCP, dude. I don't know you get wet. What did you say you get wet? Some training day shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I'm learning all sorts of shit here. PCP. But, oh okay, God. when a flock of geese comes into another flock of geese, most of them have their heads up. If you sit there, you watch 100 geese that are feeding out in a cornfield, you put your binoculars up, 97 of those fuckers are feeding. But watch a flock come into them. The, those 97 heads go up. Yep. I have said for multiple years now that I was going to run an all-century flock because the times when I'm out scouting and I drive past field and I see geese in a field and I see geese working that field, 80% centuries. It, it, they all have their heads up. Really? And they, Sean Stahl told me he ran it. In. I'm like, I, someday I'm just going to try it. Sean Stahl did it for a couple months. Did he? How yeah, did, did it because work they, out for him? He was, he was working for Greenhead Gear, but they could only get um, – it was the very first year that they got their full bodies, which had been like 03, 04. And they didn't have any feeders. So they had to go to Canada for their first trip with only the uprights that were given to them. Okay. So it worked fucking awesome. I'm sure they did. Yeah. And people are like, oh, it looks like they're scared, like they're about to fly away. No, it doesn't. No. Not at all. No, there's, no. Even a scene, there's even a scene I know what you're in about a, to say. Not Another Canada video yeah, yeah. by Dave Smith Decoys. Yep. Where and they show geese landing in with like 100% centuries. Like 100% they're walking centuries. away from the camera guy that's taking videos yeah. of them and geese are landing with them. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... 
I think we I'm give them too much credit, the geese. Yeah, I think, I think we do too. There's a lot of times where, like, I'll go and hunt with new people. Like, hey, Joe, come on out here. It'll be great, you know. And I'm like, all right, yeah, you got a lot of pictures of you doing good. I'll give you a chance. And then they go out there and like, oh, dude, you, we can't. Uh, we can't. These geese are smart. They're educated. You know what I mean? And we can't do this. We can't do that. And I'm like, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to hide on this fence line. No, we need to go to the middle. No. How many trailers do we have? Three. We're going to be okay. You know what I yeah. mean? They're flying right over us. I haven't ever been in a situation where I've been in a spot where a thousand or two or three thousand more geese have flown over me where we haven't been able to break them down. You know what I mean? Remember that, Nick, when um, it's actually my it was my my cousin Sarah's um, grandparents house. Yes. Yeah. I know what you're about and to it, say. And the it was, lawn hunt. Yes, dude. dude. And it, it, their house like butts up next to this tree line and half of their grass yard goes into this bean field. And it's a chisel plow bean field, but the grass, the green grass yard's pretty big. You know right. what I mean? There's like a thousand geese going over it, and they, I mean, they weren't going in that field. They're going to a bright yellow, delicious cornfield that the farmer doesn't let anybody hunt. You know, and um, we went out there, put a majority of them in the green grass so they could see them, like you in know somebody's I mean? backyard. Yeah, in the backyard, like there's like five feet away from the deck. You know, <laughs> we could have put them on the deck. Fuck it. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, we put a bunch of them out in the bean field. And we, I think we got our two-man limit, didn't we? There was a few of us out there, but I think we got like four or five geese. But we had geese landing damn near out of our Oh, yeah, there was three bags. of us out there. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome, man. Mm -hmm. And that, that, plow, that chisel plowed field, had we gone out to the center of that and tried something? No, nothing, because it was black. And, yeah, it was black. Would've, would've, the field we needed, ate the decoy. We needed some sort of contrast. And Joe's yeah, like, yeah. the only contrast this field has is in this backyard. Is They're in going this right backyard. over it, dude. Yeah. And there's nobody, there's nobody at the house. We yeah. have permission to set decoys in the yard. Yeah. What would you think if we just put decoys in the yard so they could see us? Yeah. And I said, we, we yeah, next, we're doing that. We we're put our that. blinds around the fire pit. Yeah, <laughs> dead serious. We did, dude. Yeah. And we took the we took pictures on the propane tank. Yes, That's hilarious. Yes. I think it was. Yeah, I can't remember what we killed, but I've never had a situation where like, I always tell the people, get me under them. If you can get me in a yep. good field and get me under them, we're gonna kill geese. We might not hit a ten man limit, but we're gonna kill geese. You know what I mean? And right. if you can't get that X field or get any other better fields that aren't chisel plowed under it, fucking let's do that. You know right. Exactly. I mean? Yeah, just get something to where the birds can hear the calls, see the decoys. Let the birds react to that. Mm -hmm. if, if you're missing one of those elements, you're kind of fucked. If they can't hear the calls or aren't responding to the calls and they can't see the decoys, you're missing one of those, it's, it's not going well. Like I've seen so many chisel-plowed cornfield hunts where they just can't see the decoys. And it's uh -huh. like me and Joe are excellent goose callers. And um, I've seen it so many times where we've hunted a chisel-plow and like we're ripping the calls, and the geese fly over us, and their heads are cranking. Yeah, they're looking, 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 looking. Yeah, yeah. They're like, trying to hear you. The where the fuck is you? that coming from? Right. Especially these hyper painted decoys. Yeah. Like avians and um, Dakota. Dakotas. Yeah. When they hyper paint those features, it kind of camouflages them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they're. That's why a goose is colored that way, right? I right, mean, they're right. not. They're trying yeah, I mean, to be I, hidden. Right, right. A Canada, <laughs> Canada of goose which, does hide really How well. pointless are full-body hen mallards? Oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. Let's Here do it, baby. Go. I think Here the we go. most pointless decoy you could ever have is... Um, hen mallard full-body. Uh, hen mallard full... Uh, just a mallard full-body, period. If you were a duck hunter listening to this and you find a field with 5,000 mallards in it, bring three dozen goose decoys with you and... Uh, Turn two spinners on, you're going to smash them. Yeah. And if you don't think that I'm right, me and Nick will sit next to you, two, <laughs> three hundred yards away, with three dozen goose decoys and two spinners, and you take you and your stupid ass full body mallets, and, and you take 
50,000 dozen of them and you fill up a hillside, I guarantee me and Nick will limit out for you, do. Promise right. you. We'll sit <laughs> on buckets and limit out yeah, before you do. Of course. <laughs> and we'll even kill the farm pigeons. Yeah, which well, will I'm going to go there with a thousand coot decoys and a layout boat. I'm going to sit I'm gonna say with you because I don't want to smash coots. I always thought it'd be cool to They're not that good. They go out like and shit. smash a bunch of coots because they ban the shit out of them, I heard. And just be like, yeah, okay, me and you are sitting there. And I'm like, hey, Nick, here comes a coot. You're like, fucking, when are you going to shoot the coot? And then I shoot the coot and it's banded. And then here comes another coot. Bet you shoot that coot. I bet I do. Yeah. <laughs> and you can do 15 per day. 15 per day. So three yeah. guys can go get 45 so coots. So how, you know, how come you don't like it? Because they're fishy or what? Yeah, they have. I mean, there's definitely, you could doctor them up. And, I, and I'm a proponent of eating wild game. I mean, I know how to cook it. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, that. I don't like eating geese. It tastes like shit. You know, the whole, like, it recipe is, of pulling the it, belt yeah. and, you know, eat the belt and all it. that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. boot. No. Yeah, so yeah, I know how thing. to take care of wild game. With that said, mm-hmm. you know, I shot some coots and I brought them almost did a side-by-side taste test of, like, a mallard versus coot. And, yeah, yeah. they do have a fishy taste to them and not in a good way. Oh, so okay. Gumbo. And, and I pretty much – and so I did it very basic. It's like, you know, a medium-rare – Sear with the you know garlic infused butter you know I want I want to know what the meat tastes like so I know what I have to do it in the right. future so if right. I if I shoot a coot in the future which I'm sure I will um, yeah the next time I I eat coot there's gonna be a lot more seasoning going on there's gonna be some right. hot sauce there's gonna be some stuff to break down yeah, yeah. cover up that I mean it it just does have a very strong not all that pleasant taste to it right right. It's definitely no mallard. I mean, I like mallards. Dude, I, 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 I genuinely like mallards. I legitimately enjoy yeah, yeah. most waterfall. Oh, I, I can't teal? say that I enjoy Dude, turkey man's uh, girl makes teal. Amanda. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't say I enjoy the coot. The coot now me and turkey, like, like argue about who's taking the teal or not. Yeah. <laughs> God, damn. No, well, it well, is like, his wife. Well, no, 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 that's not what I mean. Like, I cook it myself, too. But turkey's like, well, Amanda will make it. I'm like, all right, you can hear it. I also did a side-by-side. Because, you know, you get the canvas packs, King of the Ducks. You know, that was one of all the back-in-the-market hunting days. That's what the restaurants in New York wanted was the canvas packs. So I did. We shot some canvas packs, and we shot some mallards in the same hunt. So I'm like, yeah. I'm going to do a side-by-side. And I, I plucked them, and I roasted them whole. Treated them exactly the same. And it's legit. Canvas packs are awesome. Are they? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I they went for the most money. They're I haven't killed that many canvas packs because it's so cold. Is that well, thing with like that? And it's dry land, dude. I like hunting dry um, land. Canvas packs is all water. I'm not about to die to go try divers, to get As diving ducks go, the reason they taste better than most diving ducks is they mostly eat aquatic Oh, vegetation. Yeah. They're not eating. Diver hunting's fun. It's so fun. It is. Oh, and it'll so challenge your wing shooting skills. Hey, speaking of that, uh, Phil Schmidt said too, like, oh, you want to have the best diver hunt of your life? Put out 30 full body goose decoys or more. Floaters, oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it's, oh, ba- it's basically best. black and white and they come yeah. screaming in. Yeah. And we, me and my buddy Andy Hansen did that one time. We had golden eyes. We had uh, buffalo heads. Dude, that one time we had clients and uh, there was three clients, me and Andy and my buddy Travis, and you could hear them like, Coming in, you know, we're like, hey, it's Listen, golden eyes. Here they come. And there was like 15 of them, and like nine of them were gorgeous drakes. And I looked at the clients and go, you guys don't miss. We killed one head. <laughs> don't one miss. Head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was smashed. I could barely feel my fingers. I was like, God damn One time Phil Schmidt called me. He goes, dude, I just found Bufflehead heaven. Yeah. And I was like, really? And he goes, I'm going to hunt it tomorrow. And I called him. I was like, how'd you do? Six-man limited Bufflehead. So I was like, nice. He's like, I used my Bufflehead spread. It's like, what do you mean? He's like, Honker decoy. 40 Bigfoot floaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah. That, that Phil Schmidt guy that we're talking about, like, me and Nick both give 
credit so much of our success credit to him because he was like our sensei, like our scientist, and we were both a part of his class. He basically taught us. He taught us the grass hide. Like, holy shit, this grass hide thing works. You know, go on a chisel plowed field. Don't dig in. Don't try to spray paint your blind Migrator black. day expert. Blind, migrator day expert, dude. Like, he changed. And that's why I think me and Nick are such good friends because we'll go traveling anywhere. And we'll be like, Nick, uh, let's do this, this, and this. And Nick's like, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm like, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, let's do it. You know? Joel and I are that way with fishing and, and hunting. Yeah. Like, a lot of times we just – we don't even have, like, a meeting. We just mm-hmm. go and we – know what each other's doing and we're in right. a, generally we're in agreement we have arguments once in a while but ge- we're well, generally course, yeah. in agreement oh. like of what we're going to do and definitely there's times a lot of times on trips when i just want to be a fucking asshole i'm like no joe we're not going to do <laughs> yeah, it that dude. way Nick's <laughs> can be very frustrating Nick's <laughs> Nick's one of the guys we're like we'll be in a hotel room out of wherever you know what i mean and your alarm goes off you know and you're like oh man i'm just gonna hit the three-minute, five-minute snooze button. Nick, lights on, boys. <laughs> Straight lights, and you're laying there like, Nick, what the fuck, you fucking asshole. I just told, I just told this story today on the way back to Minneapolis. Um, we were in Oklahoma, and Nick got <laughs> wasted. And we got to be up at like 4.30 in the morning, right? And we're running clients. These are our clients. You know, we're sharing the same room with uh, my cameraman, Alec Schumacher, who's a fucking awesome dude. But anyways, and uh, – Nick gets drunk. I drank a little. Alec drank a little, you know. So our, our alarm goes off. We don't flip the lights on. We just take our phones. We get dressed casually, you know. I can still see. And uh, I look at Nick. Nick's sleeping. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to leave Nick, you know. And we go and eat breakfast. Miss Cheryl makes dynamite breakfast. And um, we eat. I go back in the room. I'm fully dressed. We pack the trucks. I go back in the room. Nick's still sleeping. He's got his earplugs in. Just he's, He hasn't moved since I think he <laughs> fell asleep in that position, you know. And finally, I kick the bed. I go, Nick. Nick! And I finally wake him up, and he's like, what? I go, do you want to hunt or what? And he goes, yeah, I think I'd like to hunt. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I think I'd like to hunt. So now it's like, now it's like 5.30. I've been up for an hour, you know, getting everything ready, and Nick's like, all right, he gets dressed, and we jump in the truck, and we drive out there, and Nick's hungover, and I go, Nick, dude, there's 10 guys out there. All we're doing is taking the decoys out of the trailer, putting it in a little caddy trailer to take it down the railroad tracks. You know, you don't got to... I'm being a good buddy, dude. You just stay in here, kind of breathe a little bit, and you'll be fine, you know? I mean, he's not like puking or anything mm-hmm. but you could tell i've been there you know like yeah, oh, yeah, i don't want to do this yeah. and it's like nick you're just, you're just gonna you're, you're just gonna more than anything you're just, yeah you're just gonna oh. be another body right yeah. so we throw everything in there and i i'm like nick you can come out you know or whatever you know or he met us we hunt that day i'm dead tired i just woke up at 4 30 i go and lay in bed it's pitch black in there and i pass out nick walks in flicks the light on <laughs> i go i remember looking back i go nick what the fuck dude what is your problem why are you flicking the fucking light on use your phone i need to get a lighter i was like dude why don't you just use your phone you know and he goes dude next year me and you got to get different rooms it's ridiculous how much you sleep and i go motherfucker i go motherfucker i woke up at 4 30 in the fucking morning and i let you sleep and i let you do all this and he's just like that whatever mo- that morning though whatever. i do remember like telling you i love you yeah at, at some point yeah. because yeah, I was. I know. I know what I'm you were, doing. I love you, drunk. Yeah. I know. I wasn't. Oh, I love you, drunk. But great. I knew what the fuck I was doing, as in being a piece of shit. Yeah, like yeah. waking up and late. I allowed it. Like oh, I get it. Dude. And then we all got out of the truck. We're putting on our bibs. We're putting on our muck boots. And then Joe and everybody else dispersed to go help. And I just went back in the cab of the truck, closed the door, and started sleeping again. Oh yeah. my god, and that's then the, so funny. The door flung open. It was like 30 fucking mile an hour winds. It was 20 degrees cold yeah. outside. You don't want to go. And I'm just. I feel like a piece of shit. And I feel like Joe's about to scold me for being a piece of shit. Uh-uh. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Joe. I'm getting up now. And he goes, you know, Nick, just take a minute. There's plenty of guys out here to help. You, yeah. should, you should just 
Just sleep if you need a little extra right. sleep. I was like, I love you, Jill. Just hang in there. Oh, Come to find out. To the elf. Flicks the goddamn <laughs> one. <laughs> I about oh, fucking God. kicked my feet straight up, landed on my feet and double legged you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> Touch that goddamn light switch again. <laughs> I promise you. Oklahoma, Dude, we, we I get want rowdy to in touch Oklahoma. That light switch. Yeah. Bracken ball. Bracken ball is so fun. Bracken ball is so fun, what man. What the fuck is bracken ball? Bracken ball is a game we invented in Oklahoma. Yeah, so we had beanbag boards, but it was like, we're not very good at beanbags. <laughs> and and there was no beanbags. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that too. I'm bad, at, I'm bad at two things, basketball and beanbags. So we put the we put the boards up. Yeah, we realized there wasn't any beanbags. But I was like, "Where's well, this tennis ball?" Tennis. We had a tennis yeah. ball. Yeah, and that was a, during oh the God, time. That'd be tough. It's tough, dude. But yeah. Nick's good. I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Alex Schumacher, who I was talking about, he's the best, dude. He's fucking fire. Right. Uh, and uh, but yeah, I mean, you can bounce it as many times as you want, and you just got to make it in the hole. It's it's really hard. If, and if somebody makes it in the hole, they win the round, best out of three. Yeah. But you get a rebut hole. You get three three rebut holes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rebut hole. Or a rebuttal. Or rebuttal. rebuttal or we call it rebut hole. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, then I you bet that. I bet that. Kansas City waiter would have killed at this game. <laughs> <laughs> but then if you if you hit your rebuttal, the round keeps going. God, this shit got intense. <laughs> I bet he said that too. <laughs> Woo. Uh, Bob and Brewing Co. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've done some f- other fucked up shit in Oklahoma too. Oh, Dude, do no. you remember how many Bobcats that we saw? I'm not ready for that story. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ready for that story. Joe just gave Nick the cut. No, Dude, yeah, not, yeah. we're not telling that. I had the craziest. The hand under the chin sign. The craziest Benelli click. Me and Chase Renville. Story. Me and Chase Renville were scouting one night, <laughs> and we'd never brought our shotgun scouting, and I and we were seeing these Bobcats every night. Bobcats. Oh yeah. And then I had the worst Benelli click ever. Like, all of a sudden, I'm like, there's a bobcat. Me and Chase are scouting. We had the M2 with And I thought they were like raccoons. You could shoot them. Wait, you can. No, the Benelli no, you click? Need, no, no, they, no, you need tags. Dude. Yeah, you, the yeah. fur bearer license. We got that shit with our license. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. We yeah. did. Yeah, so you can shoot bobcat, whatever, whatever. And, like, we bought it as soon as we seen, like, dude, we were seeing five bobcats a night scouting. So we I bought know. this fur bearer license. And then we are driving around and Chase like, there's one. And they look like little kitties on the oh, road. Yeah. Yeah. They're small. Yeah, cute they're, as fuck. They're super cute. <laughs> they are cute. And they're I go cool trudging looking. through the grass. I got the M2. And that fucker, I can hear him kind of like making his way through the grass. I'm following him. He's on the corner of a field, just a little strip of grass. Bang, he jumps out into the field. I mount the shotgun up on him. I got a goose load. He's about 20 yards away. Benelli click. Clink. Why do you call it the Benelli click? Are they known for not firing? If the bolt isn't totally closed totally on the Benelli, yeah. it'll click. Oh, okay. Because yeah, that little black thing, you've got to yeah. be all the way up. And but we were driving around with a shotgun. It'll be all the way down, and you can't and so there wasn't, there wasn't one in the chamber. Mm-hmm. So when I had gotten out of the truck excitedly, mm-hmm. I had improperly closed the chamber and done it too soft. It wasn't my gun. I wasn't. I have yeah. an M2, but yeah. sometimes, yeah. you know, you got to give them a little extra oomph. Yeah, yeah. I have a Vinci, and I really like it. Vinci's are nice guns. Like they come up it. really good. There's one, you can't <coughs> find an extended mag for them anymore. Yeah. You basically component them things, which I need to get. I need to order that for. Yeah. I need to order that now so I have it for next Nogu season. And two, I can't shoot the. I used to like shooting Kents. They did great out of my 870. I fucking hate Kents. They're too slow. Oh, I've never done dirty. good with Kents. They're dirty as fuck. Yeah. I only do 1400 now or less. Yeah, when I, I, 15, run, when 15, I run Kents out of the Vinci, I have to clean it like every really? eight shots. You should try 1400 or less. The good thing Kill harder, dude. Too slow. about 18, about Da Vinci, is I can completely tear that thing down in under two minutes. 
That's the good. That's the good thing about two minutes. <laughs> that's slow yeah. for a Vinci. Well, Vinci's pop I just apart, bought like, it, clink, clink, clink. Yeah, I just bought right, it. Right. I'm getting better. But, I'm yeah. not that good at cleaning my gun either. I don't think I've cleaned my gun for like two seasons. Well, that was me in my 870. I never clean it. In fact, the time that well, I, got, I, got, a dynamite I got gun. shamed into cleaning it, then it started jamming. Yeah. Hmm. You know what else is a really good gun? The Benelli Nova. You can use that thing as a paddle. I heard it's not as good as any, anymore. Oh, well, maybe. Well, like, the, I heard maybe. it went 870 Express style, and they kind of cheapened it up or some yeah, shit. Dude, I know a lot well, of guys that, that, that have had them for like the, 10, 15 the, years. My dad, grind my dad bought one the year it came out. The fucking thing's a soldier. What's the knockoff Benelli? Yeah. Uh, Franchies and Stogers. Franchies, yeah. So I have a Stoger pump, and I like that one either. Right. They just don't use this. I mean, they have the same things, but they must use cheaper components because they're just not as good as yeah. the 870 Wingmasters still Dude, kick 870s ass. 870s are awesome. Dude, I but they're also, like seven, they're also like they're also like seven eight hundred bucks. And I, I, mean, I shoot a Benelli. I too, bought man. my 870 as an emergency purchase in um, Bismarck, North Dakota. I was out there for work, and then I was like stranded out there for the weekend during uh, the spring snow goose season. And my buddy swore to me, he's like, I got guns you can use. So I didn't bring mine. I'm like, sweet. Well, when it came time to actually go get one of his guns, this nephew had this one, this nephew had this one. He couldn't find his keys to this gun safe. I'm, and it was running out of time. I'm like, listen, if I leave now, I can get to Bismarck. Yeah, yeah, I can get a gun. And, and to Shields closes at, mm-hmm. what, I can get there. And I'll, I don't care if it's a single shot. I'm going hunting this weekend. Right. So I went down there, and it was like my decisions were between two guns. One was like an old single shot, you know, fixed choke, full choke, whatever. And then this was this 870, and it was like 210 bucks used or whatever, 220 out of I'm like, okay, I'll take that, and I'm going to take that ghillie suit. Because I didn't have anything. I didn't have any camo. I had nothing. Right. I bought a ghillie suit, a few yep. boxes of ammo, and that 870. And I went out, Let's and, go. and I, I ended up getting into a decent pass shoot. And I have the worst luck when it comes to pass shooting. I take my time. I creep into a good spot. You know, I used the win, all stuff. And this is literally has happened to me like five times. Right when I get into position, somebody jumps it on the opposite side. Oh, no. And they, they don't come right at you? time. And it's like, why are you even jumping it from that side? It's the, the wind is totally wrong for that. Right. Why the fuck are you doing that? But it happens to me all the time. Anyways, the same thing happened. So they jump it. Everything leaves. But as they're coming over, I'm like, if they're close enough, I'm going to take some shots, at, some passing shots in these. I pull up. Boom, boom, boom. Three shots. Three birds fall. Nice. So I go to get them, but the one's, one's crippled. It's a foot race. I get out there. I'm right. chasing after that one. I pick up the one. Fucking leg band. Yes. Hell yes. Worth I fucking it. I set that one down because it I thought it was stone dead. Go after the other oh, one. Pick the blue. No. That one's dead. I finally shoot the one that's actually running. I grab that. As I'm walking back up in the first one that was leg banded, yeah, it gets up. And it's flying like two feet off the ground. <laughs> Both geese, shoulder the gun, yeah, yeah. boom, pillowcased it. And I'm like, yes. oh, my God. That was close. Fucking thing almost got away. That was close. One time yeah. I almost lost a band in a really stupid way. I, uh, and I was doing a bunch of really stupid stuff this day. We were, pig- <laughs> we were, pig- we were pigeon hunting. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> we were pigeon hunting. So uncharacteristic. We were pigeon hunting. How high It was you? during goose hunting. He was just sitting in his car. He's pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we goose hunted a, a spot one day down in Hastings. There was a lot of pigeons feeding there that that day too, and I was like, not that many geese. I was like, let's pigeon hunt this tomorrow. Talked to the landowners. They're like, sure, go ahead. Weather completely changed. The pigeon hunting wasn't that good. We killed like 10, 15 pigeons. My brother goes, walks around the farm. He goes, there's this gorgeous white pigeon chilling up on the roof. Of that barn, and this is like December, like late season goose hunting style. Super cold that day. 
And I go, alright, alright. I'm gonna go take a look at it real quick. He goes, just sitting up there. I couldn't get it to jump. You know, he was trying to jump it to, so, so he could oh, shoot it. sure, yeah. Ground pond, that bitch. It was, it was on, on the roof. roof. It was oh, on a roof. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bull hole in it. Got it. So I go, <laughs> I go over there. I go over there, and it's on the corner of this roof. And I was like, I see that bitch. Yeah, that fucker looks like a racing pigeon for sure. I'm like, hey, hey, get up, get up, get up. Can't. I throw something at it. It gets up. It just jumps about a foot off of the roof before it was going to swoop down. Over the back side of it. Bow! Bang! <laughs> yeah. I got it. Nice. Killed it. And I was like, and it was dead up on the roof. I could tell it was oh, like shit. a kill shot. And I was like, yeah. all right. So this is like a fucking sheet metal oh, yeah. Yeah. angled barn. Yeah. I'm like, how oh, am I going to get up there to get this pigeon that I highly suspect is banded? Right. <laughs> like, motherfucker. You okay. won't be able to sleep if you don't right. check yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, God, so yeah. I, find, I, I go walking around the barn area, like or the farm area. I find this ladder. It's not tall enough to get on the roof. But if I set it on a um, calf pen, if I set it on a <laughs> calf pen that was yeah. next to the building, I could get up there. So I set it on this calf pen. I jumped up there. I jumped on the roof. The first thing that happened is I slid three feet towards the edge. Oh, perfect. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Like the snow broke uh-huh. away avalanche style. Yeah. Dude, I took the next, like, 45 minutes to scoot my ass across yeah. that roof. And it was across... Actually, it wasn't on the building I climbed up on, which I thought it was. Oh, there was a, no, there's a gap. There was a gap, ah! like two feet, two feet oh, gap. Jason Bourne this shit. Yeah, yes. right. And I like, <laughs> re- I like reach my arm across this gap, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, my fingertips barely, and I can see it's banded now, too. And I'm like, oh, oh ah, now you got to get it. Yeah, you got to get it. I grab this pigeon. I got it. I'm on the roof. I slide down like another foot. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, right. Like, I'm about to break my legs for this fucking banded <laughs> pigeon. Fucking banded And I grab this pigeon, and I'm going, <laughs> it's worth it. And I start yelling, help! Because <laughs> <laughs> I need Tom and Colton now. Like, yeah, I, can't, right. I can't get <laughs> off this roof. You guys. And then, like, I took the pigeon and I just threw it off the roof. Like, I threw it down to where, like, I'd grab it later. And I was like, now a cat's going to get it. Oh, yeah. there, was, there was cats going cats around. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, cats yeah. everywhere. I was like, oh, God damn it. Hurry up. I, like, Tom and Colton heard me screaming. They come running over. I had to like scoop. I almost fucking died trying to get oh that pigeon. Oh my god, it's crazy. Yeah, we uh finding bands. We were hunting a wheat field. <clears throat> oh, this is like six, seven years ago, and I invited. A bunch, I went and leased this wheat field. Wheat field had like three hundred geese in it. Opening morning, invited a bunch of buddies, and we go out there and we're like killing geese in the decoys, but we're also like kind of pass shooting them. You know what I mean? And my buddy Sam was hunting right across the road, and he only had three buddies there and he's like yeah we limited out every goose was like right in front of us we picked them all up we didn't have any sailors or nothing right and i'm like uh so we we end up leaving to go look at like the roost and i come back and that wheat field across the road right on this hill my buddy sam was on the other side of that hill right on this hill there's this black bird and i was like god that looks like a goose put the binos up i'm like yeah that's a dead goose over there but i'm pretty sure sam's not in there anymore so i called him he's like yeah no we killed all our birds and we left i was like okay and then uh, my buddy Jordan pulls up, and he's like, don't that look like a dead goose out there? I was like, yeah, it fucking does. So I slam it in park. I go walking out there. I'm like 100 yards away. I'm like, yeah, that's a goose. And we didn't kill any bands that day. And we killed like, I think we limited. No, we didn't. Uh, I think we were like five short. But um, I was like, holy shit. I pick it up, band it. Fuck. And the band has a BB in it that looks like we shot it from a distance. Wow. So it got hit, and it like went over the road and died you know what i mean yeah. so my buddy sam went to seen it sure. he's like who's fucking banded you know what i mean so that, 
I kept that motherfucker too. <laughs> and and, and uh, when we banded those birds uh, last, when was that? Two, uh, Wednesday, on Wednesday, two days ago, we banded those birds, and my buddy Brian Hansen was like, "Yeah, dude, I, I gotta get back." He offered to drive, so I was like, "Go ahead and drive." And he's like, "Oh, I gotta get back." He's got two kids. He's like, "All right, we're going to see Toy Story 4. I was like, "All right, cool." And we end up going by where we just banded them at that Walmart thing, and you can see like 200 geese just sitting in the pond. They're all banded now, and there's a a dead goose on the side of the road. And he goes, what is that, a raccoon? I look, and I'm like, no, you can, I can see the head sticking. I'm like, no, it's a goose. And it's, it's it. and it's an adult goose, you know? Yeah. It's like, dude, let's pull over and ban or no ban that roadkill motherfucker. And he's like, no, dude, I got to get the Toy Story 2 fucking Buzz Lightyear and Woody are more important, I guess. So I put it on my Snapchat like, hey, you guys. Because a lot of people snap me like, hey, I know where you're banning them birds. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, well, right where I was banning them in the beginning of the day, there's a dead bird right on the side of the highway right there. Somebody ban or no ban it. All of a sudden, my, like 10 minutes later, my phone's like, Link, Joe, I'm here. Let's band or no bandit. Fucking banded. <laughs> I was so mad at Brian. <laughs> I was mad at Brian. <laughs> Were you mad? Dude, I, I w- stared at him the whole time. For like 10 minutes straight, Even just stared look. at him. No <laughs> There's expression. quite a few dead birds uh, I find in the cities, like uh, in the spring. Lots of roadkill. Lots, lots, lots of, of roadkill. Lots of spring, birds yeah. get. Drake mallards flying too low across the highway. Yeah, Bang! Crushed. They get Trying crushed. to get to one side of the road, pond to the yep. other side. Yeah, the and, honestly, and I, I check them all. I've never found yeah. a dead one. I've passed a, a band. Band. Not, not a band. I've passed a lot of them, and it's just because it's like <laughs> so like busy traffic. You know, your rush hour on the way home was like, ah, oh, pain a dick. Yeah, not yeah, to mention, yeah. not really all that safe for me to check that. But yeah. I really want to check it, but I was right. like, eh, oh, I do anyways. <laughs> yeah. I don't, and it has, you know, whatever. But I did find a dead pelican this year, and I know they banned the shit out of those. Yeah, but they do. It wasn't banned. It wasn't. I was very disappointed because that was very stinky. Mm-hmm. Very no, that, dude, stinky. even when pelicans are alive, god damn it, they yeah. smell. Oh, yeah. Smell so fish bad. Fish eaters. But, uh, what other kind of stories should we tell? I don't know, man. Now that we're drinking, we can get in some wild <laughs> shit. Anything, always have yeah, hey, you remember when we were in Illinois? And it was a guy who looked exactly like you, smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, another buddy of ours. And uh, we're, we're, we're in the hotel room because... We were in the hotel room, and it was a hotel room that's, like, right to the parking lot. Like, there's no balcony, nothing. You know, it's just open the door, you're in the parking lot. Right. You know, and there's nobody else next to us because my buddy Turkey Man... This is back when we were in Pekin. My buddy Turkey Man knew the lady who uh, was a manager, and she gave us $20 rooms. Right. So, like, Jeez. fuck, yeah. Yeah, and it was right next to a bar, so we drank, went back... And uh, um, yeah, uh, that guy who looked like me was smoking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that guy who looked like our friend was in there smoking. And uh, we had the door shut. And all of a sudden, like, you just hear, and I was right by the door. So I got up. We were talking, laughing. I opened the door. It's some lady. You know, I can smell that like a mile down. The- and I just went, whack. I just slammed the door in her face. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> and we just died laughing. And we thought it was so funny. But then we were like. She's going to call the cops. <laughs> yeah, we got to roll. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me and that guy that looks like Nick Yeah, yeah. Roll. So I told Nick and my other buddy to tell those guys that weren't us <laughs> to get that weed out of there. And we, like, hit it. Or uh, they hit it under the trailer tire. <laughs> <laughs> the cops never came. Dude, I, I like... I really, uh, I really like how me and Joe's personality uh, mesh up because, like, I'm a, I'm a very nice, gentlemanly type fella, and Joe will say whatever the fuck is on his mind. And there's this one time we were in North Dakota. Should I tell this story? Which one? Just tell it. Fuck it. Go. All right. You can edit it. You're out, in right? the trust tree. <laughs> nope. There's no editing. Maybe we won't we'll have names involved. But oh, me and fuck. Joe drive out to North Dakota, and uh, is oh, dude, yeah. no, no, yeah, refuge? we're totally gonna say their names: Chase, <laughs> Renville, <laughs> and fucking Cody Nordman. <laughs> 
so my buddy Chase invited us. Yeah, yeah, because he was going to school for taxidermy. Yeah, and then so me, there's so many geese out here, dude. And we're like, well, Cody, fuck out there. Me, Cody, and Joe get in the truck. We drive out there. And then we brought our decoys, whatever. We meet up with Chase. He's at this taxidermy school. There's, it's a big lodge. And so that night we had found birds that Joe had found like 60 geese in a field. They were local birds, like 60 big jumbos. Yeah, yeah. So, and that was kind of like what Some we had. Some snows mixed in. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what we had. We went out there, ended up being a nice north wind day. We shot like yeah, two. We, we shot like two groups of those migrators. locals. Yeah, two yeah. groups of those locals. We shot two groups of migrating snows. Dude, they decoyed like Canada geese. They came right, oh, right to our boot bags God, on, yeah. on an all smoked them on an all dark spread, and then we also shot into two groups of migrating cacklers. cacklers yep. So now we had about like fifteen big ones, fifteen snows. That's awesome. Fifteen. Just a giant. And we all shot great. One of the biggest Couple geese I've ever killed was part of that. It was a giant. Or no, uh, the, the snow goose. It was a giant snow goose. A greater. It was a greater snow goose. Yeah. I've never seen one. And then it was fucking huge. So, dude, we just killed 45 geese. Yeah. Like, for like four of us here. Celebrating, like, fuck yeah, yeah like dude, that was a some great snow, day. 20-some snow geese. Like, this, not only pictures. did we kill those locals, we killed some migrators, and we even mm-hmm. got a couple of random ducks. Yeah, yeah. So, like and we're high-fiving, we took pictures, and we're just like, god damn, that was such, <laughs> a, such a great hunt, guys. And we're just standing there, and Joe was like... So, anyways, we got to talk about why the fuck you two slept in the same bed last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like we go in, dude. We go into this like house, like lodge thing, right? And it's me and Nick, and Chase is living there. He's got his bed, like a king size bed, in this one room. So I go in my own room. There's fucking two bunk beds in there. I'm on the bottom level of one bunk bed. There's a bed above me. There's a bed next to me, and a bed above that one. Nick's on the couch, and then Cody and Chase. Slept so in the was, same bed. There were options. Yeah, there was many options. You could have slept on the fucking floor. You know what I mean? No. And then, like, and then kind of Nick just starts laughing, and he's like, well, Chase goes, "Well, was there first? It's like that's you guys. That's not the point. Here. And they, dude, these these two are these two are like. Well, they like, heard your Kansas City story. They want to get two, in on that action. Yeah, these two are like tall, handsome individuals. Very pretty bed. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Why are you sleeping in the same fucking bed, wow. fellas? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, this hunt, this hunt is good. <laughs> but that's I'm not like what me. I've been thinking about all morning. <laughs> that's so fucking random. Oh, what a great hunt. Hi, my mom. But by the way, yeah. what the fuck are you guys sleeping in the dude, same bed? That's exactly all it exactly. went. <laughs> exactly. I lost my fucking shit, dude. Oh, my God. I still love that story oh so God. much. Fuck, it was funny. And not, not saying uh, that they're fucking weird. I mean, they're both really cool fucking dudes. But, yeah, it was just I mean, for gay guys. funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a funny situation, you know. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I do think Chase had oh, a, God, some king funny. size, like, Tempur-Pedic. Yeah, he had, all, like, a big-ass bed. But whatever, still, whatever. Shit. It was hilarious how Joe oh, had fucking God, brought it so up. <laughs> It's some yeah. shit I would never <laughs> even think of like saying. You know what I mean? I'm just so I probably happy. I'm thought, so happy that I Joe probably does probably would have thought the same thing. Here's to. the problem with me. I'm like, um, I throw people off a lot of times when I first meet them because I'm very, I'm, I'm reserved at first. And basically what I'm doing is I'm just reading the room. Yeah. And I'm just getting a feel for what I can get away with and what I can't. I mean, I'm going to start pushing boundaries and crossing lines. I just need to know where your line and your boundaries are first. Right, right. So I can yeah. get right to it. And right. then like. Maybe not jump over it, but are we going to tell the story of the challenge or kick no. it a little ah, bit? And then, uh, so I get that a lot. Like people are like, 
once they get to know me, they're like, dude, when I first met you, you didn't say a word. I thought you were this meek and and now I can't shut you up and you're just an asshole. I'm like, yeah, well, I was just seeing what I could get away with. Yeah, you know? yeah, just trying to poke uh, So same thing. I felt like if, if Joe and I were to hang out, <laughs> oh, we'll find out tonight. It could get it could get live. Yeah, we're, we're going to party tonight. We're going to party tonight. It's going to be fucking so, fun. Hutchinson, Minnesota is going to be live. I'm 46 and you know, recovery time is <coughs> tripled. I got those cheers pills, dude. <laughs> you got to try those cheers well, pills. They fucking work, I don't get man. hangovers. This is something that oh, I've. I don't, I, I don't really either. I, don't. On the I way, see the doubt me, in your face. Me and Nick partied last night, and we fucking. Here's I, wo- the thing. I woke up and felt bad. I saw, all right. I saw your eyebrows, Nick, and I know you don't believe me. <laughs> That's like somebody saying, "I don't get high." Yeah, yeah right. I can smoke. smoke a whole joint, and not get high. Oh God, do we have uh-huh. to do that experiment too? I don't. I don't have any. I yes, don't not get. <laughs> I don't not get high. It just takes me more than it should. Like it just, I will get high eventually takes yeah. more than the normal person and when i get high i don't enjoy it so it's like kind of it's like a waste of weed should we tell the, the, the traveling tsa story it's not for me yes i don't even know what yes you should try to get it you know what i mean like can nick get it past tsa oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. tell the story for sure because here's what i've learned tsa the tsa all right. just all they want is they want their plane to not blow up. It's yeah, not, it's not a bomb. It's not yeah, the yeah, it's TSA's not job. I mean, it is the bomb. <laughs> it is the bomb. It's not the TSA's job to regulate drug trafficking. It's not. If they find it, they're legally required to report it and do whatever. But that's no, we, not what we've never tried for. to get drugs across. But <laughs> wait, wait, what, no, what, not. what what Nick's, what Nick was saying, like Joe will say anything anywhere. Nick will is a lot like my cousin Josh. He smokes anywhere the fuck he wants to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cigarettes. <laughs> Nobody like, cares. Like, dude, we, we go. Texas cares. We go somewhere. Careful in Texas. Like. They pulled Willie Nelson over. They fucking care in Texas. Really? God damn. But, like, Nick will just fucking do what he has to do wherever he has to. And people are looking at him like, Nick, you don't have, like, a common courtesy in your brain? He's like, huh? <laughs> 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 no, I don't. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> There's even times I gotta walk away from like oh. <laughs> Clay Hudnall. So oh, the Clay Hudnall story. Where were we? We're at Rogers. We were Rogers Sporting Goods. Yeah, the calling contest. Where where is that at? I forget. Kansas City. Kansas, Kansas City. City. Me and Nick were in Kansas City at the calling contest. What the it's a great story. Clay, Clay Hundle and Field Hundle are probably the nicest, genuine, most professional guys you'll ever fucking meet in your life. They're like complete opposite of me, Nick. <laughs> 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 They're super, really good dudes. And uh, one time, me and Nick were all drunk down in uh, Kansas at the Rogers show. And we came walking out in the parking lot to um, meet some dudes that looked like us that wanted to smoke a joint. So, (laughs) (laughs) so like, they, we started smoking. We walked up to this truck. (laughs) And this truck had, uh, like, four pro staffers for some company or whatever. Pro staffers or company owners, I think it was. It was waterfall hunters. So, we were just going to say hi. And And they were drinking. They were drunk. You know what I mean? They're drunk off alcohol. So are we. And we went up to him. And Clay Hundall. you get drunk. And Clay Hundall was sitting in the back of this vehicle. And we came up like, hey, dudes, what's up? You know, like, how you guys doing? You know, and Clay right away. Or, uh, yeah, Clay right away. Super uncomfortable. <laughs> Everyone else, like, yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah, talking to us down. and shit. Yeah, yeah. Those and dudes who look like us were like, you guys want something? Yeah. They're like, no. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, we can't. Yeah. But we're like, all right, we're just going to sit here and talk and hang out. And then all of a sudden, Clay was like. Uh, left <laughs> and I was like Clay hey. and he's like oh man with his accent like, whatever dude oh that's all yeah you, you're, is, there a, is that the Illinois that's not the Illinois weed story is it no 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 that's the Kansas City story 
So you had on your list. You had a list. There was of another time in Illinois. I got What's a good Illinois I got a, weed story. I got another good There's Illinois. That was, I like the title Illinois was, weed story. That was the Illinois weed story. I got another Illinois. where that lady came to the door and before she could tell us to quit smoking. That was the Illinois I weed story. I slammed the fucking okay. door. I got another okay. good one though too. Like, um, so Turkman knows a bunch of people in Illinois, in Pekin. So oh god, we, that bar. So no 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 wheat that bar that you love this yeah, isn't that I'll story. Tell that story you tell it next <laughs> that story is but fucking we go to raise we end up at a house party this is gonna have to be a part two the rewind we end up we cut this we end up at a house we end up at a house party and we're just hanging out blah 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 and this guy comes up to me and he's oh, yeah. the owner of the house he's like this hey man do you want to hit a hash oil right when wax and oh yeah, god yeah yeah and boy and dabs came out yeah take a hit of hash oil and he goes. All right, here. He sets me up. You know, I take a little hit, and I got so paranoid yeah. and uncomfortable. And yeah. then he, he comes up to me. He's like, you want another little hit of hash oil? I was like, you know, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so no, I do another hit of hash oil. Every person in Illinois is a pool player. Like, they're dynamite really? pool player. Every little, every little house party you go to, pool. Pool table. And people are playing it. Like, people are standing around waiting and shit. So... We go into this garage that I think was my buddy Jerry Lowe. I don't know if it was Jerry Lowe's, but it's Turkey Man's, like, good friend. Or it was uh, 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 Big Skinny. Remember Big Skinny? He was the one that – Big Skinny. Yeah, and then, yeah, like – Huge dude. So we were like, Nick – I watched Nick do that, or the guy looked like Nick do it. <laughs> and uh, Nick's like, dude, I am, like, so paranoid high right now. Like, I think I need to leave. <laughs> and I, so I – dude, within, like, two minutes, I went over to Turkey. Like, hey, Nick's, like, uncomfortable high, which is weird. <laughs> And uh, as me and Turkey make eye contact, and I tell him that, we look over at Nick, and he's doing another hit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So this guy, who is such a gracious host to give me yeah. all this hash oil, he also reaches into his pocket, and he goes, here, oh, God. He goes, here take this nugget with you. He gave, me a little, oh, yeah. he gave me a little cannabis flower. Oh, yeah. I put it in my pocket, and we're driving back to the hotel. So ho- smelly. We're, dri- so we're driving back to the hotel room, <laughs> and I'm going... I don't know what the laws are in Illinois. I don't know if we're going to get pulled over tonight. He gave me a nugget, too, and I kept it. I had it in my pocket. Yeah, and I take my nugget, and I just throw it right throw the fuck it out, out the window. window. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I don't want this on me. Yeah. You know? like, I don't, no, you're paranoid. I, I'm paranoid as fuck, out. dude. Like, I'm, this guy gave me, like, way too much hash, and then he gives me a nugget that smells like a goddamn dead skunk in my pocket. <laughs> And yeah. I just was like, nah, 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 I, nah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into whatever trouble happens to be in Illinois for me. Yeah, yeah. Right. I just throw it right the fuck out the window. And then the, for like four days, I was like, Joe. The next morning, right. I put, let me get a little piece <laughs> of your nugget. You put on your nug. No, no, dude. The next morning, oh, I put my coat. I kept it in my coat, and I threw my coat on. And the wave of air to my coat hit Nick, and he's like. Yeah, it smells good. Hey. I go, yeah, it was that nugget that guy gave us. Where's yours at? And he's like, <laughs> he's like I threw it out the window. I was too paranoid. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> you got to like, quit hey, doing man, that you, you think maybe we could, you know. Yeah, and, Joe's like, and Joe doesn't yeah. smoke ever. He's like going to keep it at his house for an eternity probably. Yeah, yeah it's a keepsake. Probably. I'm like, let me, yeah. let me get a little of that. He's like, It's no. a souvenir. People, no. people collect. You can't have it. Magnets. <laughs> I collect nuts. Uh, you'll, you'll, never, you'll never see me smoke. When I'm sober, because I get way too paranoid. But when we're drinking and shit, yeah, fuck, I'm, I'll, you know I'll what, babble in thing, it. The, the, the very few times that I've got a high on cannabis, it, it makes my brain go a million miles an hour, but my mouth can't keep up. I get frustrated yeah, yeah, and I go yeah, to sleep. Cotton mouth. I'm trick, like, yeah. fuck this shit, I'm out. Yep. And then I just crash. That <laughs> makes so, me super toxic. So for me, yeah, same way. it's just like I tell people, it's not for me. You know what's the great thing about me? The same stupid-ass jokes that I tell. 
with yeah. sober people yeah. are fucking hilarious yeah, to people awesome. that are stoned. So yeah. if you have a joint and you're like, you want something, like, nope, but you smoke it up because I'm going to get funnier. Right, I don't have right. to do anything different, <laughs> but I'm going to get funnier. And for people listening to this <laughs> podcast, if you are drinking a beer listening to this, you're worse than we are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's not even worse. Like, that I, shit I've, kills people, man. Yeah, I've covered it. Like that. That's yeah, It's yeah, such that's a true. weird thing, and I, I feel like it just gets beaten to death, but Marijuana, cannabis, has only been illegal since, uh, what was it, the 60s, late 60s, I think? It was no. a broad-sweeping um, psychedelic act. Cannabis psychedelic tax act of the 20s. Yeah, yeah. whatever. It wasn't illegal, but you had to pay well, a tax. Well, it was taxed, but they, but they, psilocybin, acid, like all the, the it was a. That's it was a, a 1970 Yeah, it was a broad-sweeping. Yeah, broad like, yeah. I got into some activism for a while. I know yeah. a bunch of this random so shit. So that's yeah. kind of where it got that's wild on the But, but think about it, though. I was born in 73. So in my lifetime, basically, just past my lifetime is when it became illegal. And so people, they just grow up, and it just becomes a part of culture, like drugs are bad. Okay. Like, listen, alcohol is a drug. And I always bring Super this drug. analogy up. Like, listen, if you take – here we are. We're coming up the 4th of July weekend. In fact, I'm going to release this podcast Thursday, which I believe is actual 4th of July. That's when this podcast <laughs> so be, yeah, is going to yeah. come out. So you're going to go, you're gonna go to a barbecue, right? And you could take a picture. You could take a selfie. A view on the grill, grilling some burgers up with some hot dogs, cheers and a beer, family in the background, yeah, nobody yeah. bats an eye. No, no. You swap that beer out with the joint, a joint people would fucking freaking lose their it around your kids. They overdose. Yeah, yeah. so irresponsible. I am a big believer. Like, you shouldn't be – like, if you got an apartment, don't – your kids sitting on your lap, don't I agree. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a proponent. Or in your car. I'm yeah. not saying I'm, I'm for, like, smoking weed around your kids. And doing, but I'm saying it's the same thing. Yeah. Alcohol is a mind-altering substance. Oh, of course. You're going to get fucked Heavy up on too. it. You're going to make bad decisions. Here's the difference. Right. Weed makes you paranoid, right? Right. So you might be a little more cautious. Mm-hmm. Beer makes you 10 feet tall and bulletproof. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it. I can do a double backflip off yeah, that exactly. high tower. Watch this. Point Hold at my beer. Well, there's literally <laughs> Instagram sites called Hold My Beer. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the they do thing is, The important thing is to know the law. Like a lot of people listening yeah. to this yeah. might be in a state where it's absolutely legal. They can go over to the corner sure. store and buy Colorado, some marijuana. Colorado, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. California. And in Minnesota, it's been decriminalized since the 70s. Right. Yeah. You can have up to a personal it, amount. It's an ounce and a half in Minnesota. And it's, that's about a hundred. Misdemeanor. Petty misdemeanor. Petty, mis- petty yeah. misdemeanor, which means it's not a crime. The speeding ticket. It's no, it's not. It's not a speeding ticket. It's a misdemeanor. It's a seatbelt ticket, <laughs> yeah, okay. which is yeah. a petty misdemeanor. Yeah. All right. And it's about 100 joints worth of weed. That's a lot of joints. That's a lot That's of joints. That's a lot joint. of J's, Joe. So, <laughs> That's a lot of I mean, J's, Nick J. <laughs> if you're just smoking J's, you know, like you're a petty J's. misdemeanor, you're not getting... Hey, in- speaking of smoking J's, let's tell two more stories. I'm going to tell my rewind bar story in Pekin, Illinois. And you tell your why you got charged two hundred dollars for that cleaning fee on that car. <laughs> 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 so we we were in a peak in Illinois hunt with my buddy Turkey Man, and um, the Turk. There's this bar called the Rewind. You walk in this bar. There's one pool table, oh, and there's I'm a big pool player. Like I grew up around a pool table. Like we go to the bar at night. I'm gonna be playing pool and Let's shit. Go. It's, it's fucking fun. But uh, there was like. You'll crush me at bubble hockey, but I'm in a pool. For, speaking of that, this Bob and Bobber place, me and the owner are talking. I'm going to buy a bubble hockey table for this place. Michael Waddell. 
Yeah, dude, what's up? Come still, on, let's go. still haven't answered my let's text go. messages. Let's go. So um, there's like forty dollars worth of quarters all the way down this place, and the music is so loud you can't even think. And Turkey's like, "This is my favorite bar," and you can't smoke cigarettes in any bars in that state. You know, I walk in, I'm like, "Fuck!" There's like five people smoking cigarettes in here, and Turkey's like, "This is our bar." Like the state don't tell us what to do here. It's shut down now. But <laughs> there's people doing meth in the oh. bathroom. Bro, get to that, <laughs> dog! What the fuck? <laughs> you ruined it. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, you're walking into the fucking oh. Batman movie and somebody yells the ending. But no, so I'm like, um, Way to go, Nick. So we walk, Batman. so I'm like, I got to pee. So I walk in the bathroom and the, the urinal is busted. That's the first thing I notice. It's like broken off, like laying on laying the ground. On the floor. In like three pieces. Like, God damn. And I look up and there's two guys with their backs turned towards me. I'm like, God, are they sharing the same shit or like peeing in it? And they turn around, the one's got a jib pipe in his mouth. I'm like, oh no, they're. Doing methamphetamine in the <laughs> fucking bathroom. Right. Which, by the way, bar's closed now. And I was like, holy fuck, I love peeking. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like meth, but I love how they get down. You know what I mean? I've seen meth one time I like when I was party. in like ninth grade. Never apologized never done for it. party. Yeah, but I was like, holy shit. And then, yeah, we walked back uh, out. Yeah. But. Oh, dude, that, and all, not only was the urinal busted, but the uh, sink was ripped off the wall and set, set onto the tra- trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was no sink anymore because it was just sitting on the trash can yeah places these people are party that's what i'm saying illinois guys i always said if people were having open sex i don't think we would ever got joe to leave (laughs) (laughs) change your address form now i have no idea what to say to that (laughs) dude people were smoking cigarettes doing whatever they whatever they fucking wanted damn am i in mexico right now (laughs) yeah fucking and you could just see a glint in joe's eyes like this is the place i want to be Oh, this is home, and this I was home. I was. I was it wasn't because of the meth. Let me let me make that clear. <laughs> yeah, 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 I have yeah. never done meth in me my either. life. Same here. But, have no interest. But just to see those guys openly doing it in the bathroom was like fucking hey. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, Holland, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. You guys shouldn't be doing that. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. It's but yeah, very late. But where? Oh, but God. where were you with the? Uh, the car that you had. Oh, shit. We rented a car one time to go to a calling contest, and somebody got that thing awfully stinky. It was like raining. Did they literally charge you of cleaning fee because it no, smelled li- like weed? Yeah, $250. But, li- but listen, there's a story behind it that, like, it was raining, so, like, all that moist is in the car, too, yeah. and they had the windows cracked, and you're just blazing a joint. One joint, one joint. seeping yeah. into the and then, Yeah, exactly. And then... uh the, um, the enterprise guy called me and he's like, I had to pick up some business customers in that car today. Oh. Yeah. And it reeked of marijuana. I said, no, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, no, no, no. He goes, sir, I have to drive that car personally now for the next last week oh because it smelled so bad of marijuana. <laughs> yeah. I had to pick some people up and it smelled so bad. And it goes, all right. <laughs> He goes, I'm going to charge you two. Listen, he goes, he goes, that car reeked of marijuana. I said, no, the fuck it didn't, dude. Chill out. And he goes, yes, it did, and I'm charging you $250. I'm like, okay. okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You missed it. You, you had a golden opportunity to be like, dude, tell this to the guy at the rental car, dude. Like, dude, you're missing a golden opportunity. All you got to do, you're not marketing this right. You tell <laughs> this that Snoop Dogg just rented this thing out last fuck weekend. Fuck, yeah. And that... And th- absolutely. And that Are we going to keep talking? We should, like, take a break. I got to pee. Who should get beers? Go ahead. I got to pee, too. Ta- well, go ahead. Well, I got to ramble by myself. I'll do it well, if I, I have mean, to. Until you free cell pause it, too. <laughs> Come on, pausing is just and so Edit lame. out all that illegal stuff. Can't. No. <laughs> that's all it. That's all it for sure. I got to pee, like, now. Go. Go, man. Do Are we getting beers? I don't care. We're getting yeah, beers. I'm going to pee and get right. beers. Ramble. All right. I have to ramble. They're totally bailing on me. 
Where's the brewmaster? Uh, is he in the house? No, he's not. No. Oh, god damn. No. I, do a, I do a thing called uh, um, a flight companion for this podcast. It's, just, it's separate from my outdoors hunting and fishing podcast. Okay. Um, but I'll go to a brewery, and then I'll sit down with, like, it would be just like this. I would have two people from the outdoor industry, myself, and then the brewmaster, okay. and then we'll talk about, like, the beers, like how you built, you know, what goes into the beers, um, different kinds of beers. We'll do a flight. We'll all taste the flight. We'll give our opinions of the flight. Just did one at Bigwood Brewery. It was, a, it was chaos, like I expected it to be, but it was a smashing success, too. It was really awesome. So, And I kind of just want to keep doing that. So in the future, if it, you know, we can come back and do another podcast. If we can line up the brewmaster. Talk to Dan. Okay, Dan. Dan is the, he's the owner. Okay, Dan's the owner. Main owner, but then the brewmaster part owner, and then the guy. Okay. Oh, is he a brewmaster too? Is he? Well, he brews beer. Okay. But he's not the brewmaster here. He gotcha. Does the okay. Yeah. Yeah. But he started with Lane. Lane's his name, the brewmaster. Lane's the brewmaster. All right. And they started brewing together. That's how they got. To yeah, because this. Uh, Bobber, Bobbing Bobber is like the perfect name for a brewery for the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. It's actually perfect. I mean, none of the, these cats don't fish. I fish like crazy, but they don't fish. But whatever. It doesn't matter. No, so we'll have to set something up in the future. That would be good, too, because Dan knows everything that goes in every beer, too. And is he an outdoors person? Uh, he likes fish. That's all it. He likes fish. That's all we need. So we'll have common ground. Because, like, in between, in between beers that we're trying, then we just talk whatever comes up. So... Absolutely. We'll set something up. Maybe we'll hit it in the fall or somewhere. All right. Good talking to you. So I'm left all alone right now by myself. Thank God for the, the waiter, if that's what he's called. Because um, both Nick and Joe have weak bladders. But I can't shame them too bad because they're going to get me beer. Although I didn't say what beer I'm going to get. So I guess I'm just going to be at the whim of whatever the fuck they're going to um, go. But this isn't an official flight companion. But I kind of feel compelled to tell you what they have here. So we're at this, we're at Hutchinson, Minnesota, a place called the Bobbing Bobber. Like, what a great fucking name for a brewery. And they have, there's like 16, technically 17 things on the list here. It's pretty awesome. And everything from porters to Kolsch, brown ales, cream ales, uh, What's up? I'm back. Ales, cold pressed coffees. I have so far tried a Hefeweizen. It's called Here Fishy Fishy. It's infused with apricots. It's very apricot Everybody with a girlfriend is going to love it because uh, they'll definitely drink it. And then what's the other thing I have? Uh, this is my I, second one of this one. It, <coughs> it's the Tenda uh, Face, which, which is a cream ale. That's really good. That's what I'm drinking right now. 5.3%. Joe, what story did you want to tell? And then I had one. Well, hold on. Let, I don't remember what him. I had. Bobbing Brewer. You guys are drinking something pink. What in the goddamn fuck? Sour. Is that pink or is that purple? I would call it like a well, it's reddish. Reddish. What's well, called blood red? That's not gay. Mm. Let's go with mm. that. What is it? I don't know. It's it's the uh, sour one right here. Puckered perch, Berliner Weiss. It's my second one. Sour. It's not bad. You guys like sours? Mm-hmm. Sure. That's a very. That's like a unique taste. I'm okay. Some of them with are sours. terrible. I'm not like a big beer guy. Like we'll go like we have 200. I love beer, beers dude. on tap. I love all beers. I'm like fuck yeah. You got Bush Light. <laughs> Can I get a Crown Coke, dog? Can't be friends if you're drinking Bush Light. IPA gives you diarrhea. And <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, uh, yeah. So, um, anyways, let's yeah, let's tell these stories and get the fuck out of here and go do stuff. What are we gonna do? We're just gonna get crazy. I thought you said yep. there was a band here, but there's a band somewhere else. Yeah, there's a are band they gonna let me sing? Main Street Sports Bar. Yeah, absolutely. It depends on how aggressive you are. You can get that mic for sure. <laughs> <laughs> gotta throw a twenty at him. What do I gotta do? 
Let's double leg him. He's probably a hippie. No, no, <laughs> it's my buddy uh, DJ what kind Full. Of music? It's my buddy DJ Fulfill. So it'll be rap music. Rap? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's not a band. It's a. It's no, a no. DJ. I, th I thought it was a band, oh. but it was a DJ. Oh, my buddy DJ Fulfill. He's a good dude. I know him personally. Cool. He's a cool, right. cool guy. So but, uh, I'm gonna be out of my element because I'm so not into the rap. Yeah, world. you'll be. Unless all right. they're gonna play Beastie Boys and Kid Rock. Other than that, he might. Old fucker. He might. I know. I'm fucking ancient. Um. So, anyways, yeah, Nick, we fucking been all over the place and we usually get hotels and shit right but um the last three four times never do we get a spot in north dakota you're saying like we no, never get hotels in north dakota no we never get into hotels in north dakota everywhere else we go kansas this place this place this place this state we get a hotel room and hang out or like, like you know like we have a place to stay north dakota you go there you find a giant feet of birds in the closest town with a hotel mm. is like an hour away like what right, the yeah. fuck you know yeah. so me and nick have a strategy 100 percent of the time we're at 100 percent right now success it's yeah. success it works we go to the bar get a drink sit there fuck around like the local bar in this little town of a thousand three hundred you know whatever we get a drink and we'll hang out and be like hey any of you guys got like an extra house or anything and anywhere for us to stay and that one time the guy goes, yeah, I got a place you guys can stay at. Give me 20 bucks each. You guys can stay. I got two spare bedrooms upstairs. I'm like, all right, yeah, Perf. fuck yeah. <laughs> so we follow this strange-ass oh, old man, and this was like 6 in the afternoon, so he's not drunk yet. But he we, we gave him that 40 bucks, and he shows us this house. He's like, my room's downstairs. Your rooms are upstairs. I'm like, all right. So me and Nick go upstairs, and uh, I'm dead tired because we just drove all through the fucking night. We were snow goose hunting, too. I mean, we yeah. were setting decoys. and Yep. So I go in this room, and it's this, like, dollhouse room where, like, there's this creepy little corner attic door. <laughs> and I slept with my shotgun. Seriously, I had my shotgun <laughs> loaded to the tubes. And I was, like, I slept for, like, maybe an hour or two. But there's a reason. And I was, like, laying there, like, oh, my fucking God, this room's creepy as shit. And, like, every step you take, I was, like, rrr, rrr, rrr. And, I get, and Nick was in the other room, you know. And uh, he's right across the hall. All of a sudden, it was, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. And you hear the door rip open, the front door rip open, slam shut. I'm like, oh, fucking old man, fucking guy's here. And uh, his room's downstairs, he said. You hear just... Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my Joe fucking God. Joe texted me. Did yeah. you hear that? And yeah. I said, we're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was thinking, like, Nick's going to die. I'm ready right here. Dude. Like, I, I you come shotgun, in that door. I had my shotgun I'm in bed, too. smoke you. Yeah. So anyways, he goes past our rooms into this third room that I didn't really know about. And you hear the TV come on like, and he just starts playing this TV. And he just like, he drank beers till like four in the morning with oh, this blazing shit. TV. And we're with like, our what? $40. With our 40 bucks. He probably yeah. went back to the bar yeah, and got right. fucked up. And we're like, holy shit. And then bought some to bring home. Right. right. Like, we didn't know he was the town Brody's. drunk. Yeah, we did. Yeah. He was the town drunk. Yeah. Here. Hot tip in North Dakota, everybody living in this small town is a town drunk. There is no, <laughs> sure, yeah, there is I no would be too. one town Fun. drunk. What are we going to do today? We're going to go back to the bus. Listen, there ain't nothing to do. So anyways, like a year later, I don't know where we were. <coughs> I don't know what we were hunting. Well, I mean, obviously geese, but I don't know if it's snows or Canada's or what. We go back to this area, not the same area, like a different little town, and we're like, let's just do what we did last time. We'll just go to the bar, have a few drinks. If we got to sleep in the fucking truck, we'll sleep in the truck, mm -hmm. whatever. So we go there, and there's like uh, two bartenders. The one bartender's fucking drunk. And there's like two guys there, and one guy's really old. I'm like, hey, uh, would you guys any of you guys like have an extra house or room? Because a lot of them, they have houses for like pheasant hunters and shit, or they just yeah, have an extra right. house because it's $5,000 for a fucking 19-bedroom house there. So we're like, well, and they're like, the bartender goes, no, no, we don't. I'm like, all right. 
So me and Nick are sitting there drinking, and I'm like, anybody play pool? And that old guy was like the town pool shark. Remember that? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, let's play. Yeah, I'll play you. I'll play you. And, and, dude, you put a – this is how – Cool, North Dakota is here. It's a dollar fifty. I've yeah. been places where pools two fifty. Yeah. Like I said, I play pool. You take the quarter, you turn it sideways, you drop it in sideways, and you slide it, and it's only a quarter. Oh wow! I was like, "Fuck, this Excellent. place is cool." So me and him were playing pool, you know, and uh, and that bartender must have been watching us, kind of like scoping us out. And he goes, "You guys looking for a place today?" Me and Nick are like, "Yeah, we are." He's like, "You know, I actually have a a house, a spare house for pheasant hunters, and uh, if you guys want to stay there, you can." And that drunk bartender comes up, he goes. Everybody that goes there dies. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, dude, right? And me and, Nick, and me and Nick laugh, and we look at each other, and we look oh back God. at him. Oh He's not smiling, and me and oh Nick God. quit smiling also like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and the, and, the, and the guy that owns the house goes, they were old. And it's oh like, my God. fucking That's no way. Hilarious. Me and Nick are about to fucking stay in this creepy-ass haunted house. But, um, oh, my God. I mean, yeah, we ended up. God, I hate to cut this short. My battery light's blinking on me. Yeah, fuck it. So let's let's wrap go. this shit up. Let's go party. Let's do Quick, it. Quick, you got, Joe, you got a lot of shit going on. You've already started yeah, I do. bookings for this fall. Yeah, so. yeah. Fergus Falls, Minnesota. We leased two new spots that are probably the best spots in Fergus Falls. Thousands and thousands and thousands of geese, heated pits, a lot of leg bands, $150 per person per day. That's, that's cheap. Pretty, that's, that's You're cheap. not going to – I mean, I mean, honestly, it's the best goose hunt in the world. Yeah. Prove me wrong. You know what I mean? Like, there's times – I'm a guide, so I can't promise we're going to limit yeah, out. Well but there's times where I damn near can, 16-man limit type of shit. Yeah. We got three, four different pits. You might not be hunting with me personally, but if you guys get a hotel room, we, we can go – We have par- to do a podcast from the pit. We can go party and all that shit afterwards, go out to eat. How could we yada, do a yada, podcast yada, yada. from the pit, man? We'd get interrupted Easy. too much. We would. That's, you know that's fine. That w- that's you got a goose call every four minutes. That right. much more, $150 per person per day, you guys. Try to get a hold of me. Um, I got Snapchat, like I said, Mr. Heinz. I got Instagram, Grinder Heinz, um, H-E-I-N-T-Z. Uh, Facebook is stupid because I hit my friend's limit of 5000 like three years ago, you and they don't start, let me fucking gotta, have any more. You have stupid. to create a lifetime business account. Yeah, yeah, and, and, we have, um, and we have me and Scott Thryden, three-time world goose calling champion. We have a... Um, site. We have a YouTube page right now, right now called uh, Lifetime Waterfall Co. You go to you go to YouTube, put in Lifetime Waterfall Co. You can watch all my videos. He's got all his videos together. Uh, Goose Society Four is not going to be on our YouTube page. We are starting a website that is a two ninety nine fee per month, and you get to watch all our videos okay. on there. That website's not out yet. It should be out in like next week or two. But Goose Society right. Four will be the on roost, there. The Roost, right? The Roost. We're calling oh, it the Roost. Name. So. Um, that's what we're going to do because YouTube is going to get away from killing animals. You can't monetize, make your money off it and yeah. shit. So you guys go to our website, check out our goose calls, lifetimewaterfowler.com. And, uh, yeah, check out our goose calls, our hoodies, our hats. We're going to oh, have yeah, new yeah, updated sucks. shit. Oh, yeah, all our videos are going to be, all our videos are going to be on there. The website again is what? Lifetimewaterfowlerco.com. Co. Yeah, Co. Co. I'm pretty sure it's Co. I haven't typed it in for a while. But you'll find it. Fucking Google Lifetime Waterfall yeah, Company. You'll find yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll find it. Don't message us asking us what the website yeah. is. Before I leave the Goose Calls the great are great, dude. We, we have because Nick and I are going to do a calling, calling thing. lessons. Yeah, we're going to yeah. do a calling. Uh, so I've been doing oh, like calling. Like a basic one and then like intermediate. There is no, like it's all basic. Everything is basic. Okay. All right. Turkey so, man's calling. <laughs> um, Turkey. What we're going to do, we're going to do uh, for the next episode is we're going to do a calling lesson. So I've been doing like. 
calling seminars for about the last nine, ten years. Nick's and really also, good at teaching calling. I am yeah, horrible, so I will not be a part of it. I'm good. I'm a good teacher, so um, we're gonna also do. Um, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to I erase pri- my. I do private I'm tutoring. Trying to, try to clean slate myself. I do private tutoring for sixty bucks an hour. And I've got a lot of guys that have come over and done private tutoring sessions with me. And I've me. done great. I've known, I know and personally two of them. And they're, they're like, yeah, Nick no, fucking listen, taught this, me how to do this. This like, idea is shit. great. Like, people are like, holy shit. We're going to basically, we're basically gonna do that decoys. $60 lesson in, an, in a podcast in a episode podcast. For, for free. Yeah. But you're going to get – it's still going to be worth your while to hire you, Nick, even if you listen to that thing. Because there's going to be things that you're going to pick up that that person is doing that you can instantly correct. Right. Right. Exactly. The, the personal so you, one-on-one yeah, is super you beneficial. You can't beat that. And listen, but the also the, the that style that I do. For camo, for decoys, yeah. for it's shotgun shells. Calling's Dude, the one thing you can't buy. An hour is not the one one-on-one thing you can't buy. with the champion collar to really up your calling game, it's fucking worth it. So, I mean, I'm not saying that just to, you know, no, because at, you're at, here. I, I'm legit, right. like. This is a good investment. If you're a hardcore waterfaller, for sixty bucks, you got the time, yeah, sixty bucks, dude, yeah. to really up your calling game. We're gonna go over why you're not getting better and why YouTube videos aren't helping yeah. you. Yeah, well, and yeah. we're gonna and we're gonna go over how what's real help. Listen, the yeah. stuff that we've talked about earlier on today better than about YouTube you know videos. hunting traffic fields and doing this and nothing. The reason you guys are successful is because you can call really well. Yeah, and together we can. Call I mean, really it's well. not the only element, obviously. Right. It's a huge, but element. it's a big yeah. element. It's very if you big. Can even if you, like you said, in a past shooting context, if you can line geese up just yeah. to get them just to get them under, you, get me and Nick yeah. under them, we'll, and that's calling, that's we'll calling, that's calling, that's yeah. calling. So, yeah, for sure, you know, stay tuned and, and look for that episode, and then we'll hopefully we can figure out how to video it so we can put it on YouTube. That'd be cool too. But I got a video um, camera. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, this has been great, Dale. Appreciate it. Awesome guys. All right, let's, guys. Um, it would be good. Let's hit the wasn't fellas. As crazy yeah. as I thought, Smoke. maybe we'll we'll make some worse stories tonight. Right. Well, Nick, we got worse your... stories. Me and Nick just got to see if they're appropriate or yeah. not. They're always appropriate. Dude, we got my own boss. Nick. Nick's There's got no... stories that would get him fired from work. Oh well, <laughs> that's on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to go. Uh, but but Nick, give your give your uh, social media stuff. Where can they find you? How they get a hold of you? You can find us. me on Snapchat and John two and Johnson two three six seven. Um, Johnson two three. And Johnson two three six seven. Snapchat, uh, Instagram, Nick underscore A underscore Johnson. Find me on Facebook, Nick A Johnson, and just follow me because I pretty much just post there from Instagram. Right. And uh, I do a lot of cool stuff during the season. A lot of out of the box hunting. Mm-hmm. A lot of out of the box stuff. People ask me a lot of cool questions, and I I, re- I try to respond yeah. to everybody. I also still want to do like you brought in the first time we I had you on Nick like do a Facebook Live kind of thing so people can ask. We need to set that yeah, up could. at some point in time. Yeah, too. we could. I don't think we need and a then, computer uh, for that, not a phone though. And then we can. Well, right. actually, it's just a laptop with camera on it. Let's yeah, we can do it. We can do it at my place. I got a yeah. bubble hockey table at my yeah, place we'll, fig- we'll figure it out and <laughs> then we'll kind of pump it up like weeks out ahead of time so people know like hey you want some you want to ask nick what kind of e-cig is this? a jewel i was gonna say nick We're you sound like live at blah 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 date blah blah, blah time so you sound like so the beginning of a fucking little wayne song when you're hitting that thing. all i can hear is like <laughs> <laughs> stupid is that, jewels is that just regular old nicotine or is yeah it, uh, it is it wow, is i'm going through a stressful time in my life man you know it's not the hunting season <laughs> got, how's the business going it's going good 
fuck is going really you're, good. You're booking dates. So yeah, we are. I mean, I just opened. guys, if you're listening to this and you want to and you want to come out, like, I, call sooner than later. I just opened my books today and I got over 35 people yeah, yeah, lined up. Like, dude, I'm telling you, Fergus Falls is the best goose hunting in the world. You're warm. So many fucking the, geese out there. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. I can't. I mean, you just got to come experience it. Otherwise, you can watch it for free that's on Snapchat. And if which, you guys are in the Hutchinson area, let's give Bobbing Bobber a little shout for mm-hmm. having us out here. I talked to when you guys are out there um, emptying your weak bladders. I talked to yeah, the guy that was coming Yeah, he didn't pee one time. Out. Damn. Um, do I have like a horse bladder? Or That's what you bladder. said, yeah. It's unbelievable. You and Joe Rogan should go ahead <laughs> No, I challenged Joe Rogan. You challenged Mike Waddell to Mike a bubble Waddell, hockey Mike Waddell, bubble hockey, dude. A thousand I bucks a piece. I challenged Joe Rogan to a, a not pee off. I Did you listen I, to that one I with Duncan Trussell? I always listen to the ones with Duncan. Duncan's the best. Here we go. Dude, they <laughs> were so high. They were so high on acid. Duncan's the best. Duncan's just the best. I love him so much. They were talking about like the bubble machine like having a professional bubble man oh, yeah man. it's 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 yeah. the most ridiculous shit that's why i love duncan though he I, i've never met him but i it's about if, I ever, if i ever met him i'd hug him because right, right. he just he's that kind of guy he just right, right. <laughs> uh, dude's cool as fuck but here comes the high school reunion yep. so we're timing it just here right to wrap this bitch up so god not Joe, a hot chick in the whole bunch this. we'll do it again <laughs> we got a lot of um things to do and yep. uh fuck yeah i'm looking for it i, I know awesome. it's like Summer fishing pattern season, but all my mind, Fuck honestly, <laughs> right now, my Everything mind just so shows to honker hunting. It's jet so ski much and intercourse season. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, we will talk yeah, to you later. I'm on it. Bye. Huge thanks to everybody who has taken the time to uh, download and subscribe to the Full Scale Outdoors podcast, to rate us, to review us. Um, You're doing great things, and we are growing every day, and I really appreciate it. Another way we're growing is we have joined the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. So what that means is people can now find us and listen to us on the Waypoint app, on your Apple TV, on Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, Smart TVs, uh, hell, even gaming systems. So um, if you haven't downloaded the Waypoint app, do it now. You're going to thank me. It has over 2,500 of the best hunting and fishing shows and short films out there. This is one of the best apps you're going to find. So I just would like to say thank you again for those that have already subscribed. Let's share it. Let's keep this thing going. And uh, I am proud to say that the Full Scale Outdoors podcast is now part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. So thank you very much. Through the Blackwater bayous and in the dark Louisiana night floats a duck camp, alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of Cajun cooking. From the Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest, me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. 
On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.